What's good, everybody? And this week's episode is brought to you guys by our amazing partners at Skillshare. Skillshare is a one-of-a-kind learning community where you can learn all types of amazing skills, whether creative, entrepreneur, design, and so much more. Guys, you're going to love this episode. There's so much free game given on this episode, but the biggest thing is you guys need to level up and get on these skills, and that's what Skillshare does for you. It has so many classes from web design to Photoshop to Premiere, and there's so many things that you can learn today. And the best part, guys, that it is absolutely free. There's two free months of Skillshare Premium. Yes, that is two free months right now. Use the offer code Roommates at checkout. Go to Skillshare.com. Use the offer code Roommates. You get two free months. Learn a bunch of skills. Level up. Be able to get more resources. Be able to, you know, learn more creative things to make yourself not only more competitive in the market, but to create a better life for yourself. One more time, guys. Go to Skillshare.com slash roommates. You will not regret it. And let's go ahead and hop into this week's episode. This week on the Roommates Podcast. What are your thoughts on some of the extreme red pill guys who just believe all women are evil? I know you have that joke there all sluts, you know, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but, but what, are, what are your thoughts about, you know, the guys who believe, like, that every woman on earth is evil and selfish and manipulative? What, what, are, what is your opinion on that? My thing is this right here, I tell guys. The thing with women is respect. With anything, whether you with your friends, kids, or anything, everything with women is about respect. You can't stop a woman from doing what she's going to do. You're going to lose your mind trying to worry about what a woman is going to do because... Yo, what's good, everybody? This is Afiz from The Roommates, and I know you guys saw the thumbnail, so we're going to get into it a little bit, but Christopher Jordan Bilo, unfortunately, is not here. It is just me with our amazing guests, and as you guys know, if you haven't known already, I'm doing a video series called Lessons I Wish My Big Brother Taught Me About Women, and you know, this week is going to be part four when this video comes out, so make sure you guys have checked part one, two, and three, and as I was doing this series... I, I started thinking to myself, I was like, man, I'm giving these guys a lot of gems, giving these guys a lot of information, but there's so many other great men, dating coaches, who've influenced me and have shaped a lot of my ideas. And then, out of the grace of God, I got a DM. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I DM'd this guy a year ago. <laughs> I DM'd this guy a year ago trying to get him on, and I got a DM from this man, and he said, yo, let's make this interview happen we set everything up, got it clean, got it quarantined, safe, and all that good stuff. So, guys, without further ado, real quick. Please welcome to the show the one and only AMS. What's up, brother? How you doing, man? Man, AMS, man, it is a privilege. It is an honor. I'm so thankful for you to be able to grace my humble apartment, <laughs> Thank you, hey. humble studio. Hey, anything to help the brothers out, man. I want this thing to blow up, man. That's brother empowerment. That's what it's all about. I love that. And AMS, and we're going to get into a lot about you and mm -hmm. a lot of about things. But one thing is that I've met a lot of people in my life. Mm -hmm. I've met a lot of celebrities, a lot, a lot of successful men, powerful mm -hmm. men in my mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. And there's something when you look into a man's eyes, you mm -hmm. kind of know what he's about. Mm -hmm. And the one thing I can honestly say from the time I've gotten to know you mm -hmm. is that you actually really care about helping young men. Yes. Go ahead. I, the, a lot of men today, I know for a fact, 
don't grow up with a man in their life. Mm. And that's why when I, I see the guys ask me questions on my videos that I'm like, this is something that if they had a father in their life, he would have asked, they would have told them. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I just understand that a lot of men wasn't blessed like me to like my uncle was in my life at an early age. Not too early. It was mostly women at the beginning, but then my uncle came into my life later. That a lot of the questions guys are answering, they, I'm like, this is stuff women can't teach you. I got guys asking me, you know, how to go get an apartment, how to get a place, stuff that how to get do credit, stuff that if they had a man in their life, and, and probably you could get it from a woman, but you certain, certain aspects of life you need from a man. I got guys don't know what's disrespect, mm -hmm. what they should turn the cheek on, and what should they check on. Mm -hmm. You know, guys don't know how to stand on their principles and say that how to earn respect. Mm -hmm. And so my whole point being about guys is a lot of guys don't even know that hey, you need to be stable to be attractive to women. Mm. A lot of these guys, you know, they complain and they say, well, you know, women are stuck up, women do this, women do that. And I tell guys all the time, ain't nothing wrong with a woman wanting a stable man. Yeah. That makes her sane if you ask me. I think it's... I, I would not tell my sister to be with a man that can't do nothing for her or at least bring, you know, hold his own up. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? I wouldn't even tell my sister or my mama or no woman in my... Family that, yeah. period. I would tell them, make sure you have a man that can at least hold his own. You ain't taking care of no man. Yeah. A lot of guys don't seem to even understand and grasp that. So they, it, they take the easy route, and it's easier to complain mm -hmm. than to do work and bettering yourself, and that way you have the options. That way you control the dynamic with women because now you made yourself of value. So, yes, Women have beauty, and that gives them options and stuff like that. But if you're a man with your stuff together, like you building your purpose here and stuff like this, you don't have time to worry about women. Oh, you know, what happened to that girl? You worry about how I'm going to get this guy, how I'm going to get that guy on, how, what kind of questions I'm going to ask this guy in the interview. Yeah. That's what you're concerned with. That's what your mind is occupied with. A lot of men, men don't grasp that. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I want to bring, like a father figure to these guys. I get... A lot of guys tell me, I was like, man, you changed my life, this, that, and other. Because now you're becoming a man because now you're focused on what you should be doing. Yeah. Don't worry about women. Women going to do them. Focus on what you should be doing. Make your life of joy first. Yeah. Become a valuable man, and then you put yourself in competition to where you get other. You are not even, no, women don't even see you right now. Not because you're short. Because you don't have nothing going on for yourself. Mm. You have no value, mm. period. And that's why I just wanted to, you know, I just had I just had to bring that aspect to men that men have to get back to being about something. Mm. Everything just can't be about video games. Oh, the newest gossip. You know, it's men. You know, you got these uh, gossip channels. You know, DJ Academics, and you see the guys and them come through the comments. And this not me talking about academics. This is me talking about the guys. They on there gossiping like women in the comments, and I'm like. I mean, you know, this is stuff my uncle would have kicked y'all in the butt for y'all all in the comments worried about what all these celebrities, what you doing? Let's <laughs> talk about what you got going on. Let's That's worry true. about what you doing. And y'all, you know, all these guys who got these blogs about the celebrities and stuff, academics, dumb as life, and, and as soon as they post, all these grown child mm. men are in the comments worried about what's going on with Megan and Stallion and, yeah. and Tory Lane. What about what you got going? What mm. you did today? <laughs> did you improve yourself today or yeah. you just going to sit around and worry about what celebrities doing all day? And this is what I want to bring to men. And that's, I just, that's, I just think that's mis missing from men today. It's just you, the priorities are not right. Mm. Everything is video games, a joke, chasing women, Tinder, day naps, 
Instagram, do it for the gram. Nobody is focusing on becoming a better man. And that's mm. what I just feel like I, my aspect to bringing the light um, to the game was. Man, no, I appreciate that. And that's what that's what I've gotten from you. And mm -hmm. like you said, I'm, I'm always in the comments, you know, mm -hmm. I, I love your comments. I don't mm -hmm. know how much you go into them. You mm -hmm. know, they, they, know. they got a lot of I know they got a lot of funny jokes just, uh, just in regards to just, you know, being a like, you know, I forget some of them right now, but mm -hmm. it's just really interesting. Mm -hmm. But one of the biggest things is I constantly hear is people saying you changed my life. Mm -hmm. Like you, you like without you, I wouldn't know these things. And like mm -hmm. I had a great, amazing father by, mm -hmm. by the grace of God, mm -hmm. and he taught me a lot of these things. And mm -hmm. like I said, you you've helped me a lot in my journey as well mm -hmm. and manhood. Mm -hmm. So I'm grateful for it. But you're right, a, a lot of guys don't know these things. Right. A lot of the, a lot of ABCs that are common sense to you and I mm -hmm. is like you know shoot trigonometry to some men. Right. You know. And so I I really appreciate. The, the way you break things down, the way you make it simple, and the way you make it entertaining. Right. You know what right, I mean? Because right. that's what you talk about a lot. Your charisma right. is not just giving the message, but it's also your style that people like to enjoy as well. Well, see, the thing what I try to tell guys about charisma, right, is see how you like me? And yeah. this, this goes to every aspect of life. And this, this has been my biggest point to bring home to men. Yeah. As much as you like me, another guy view me and say, this guy is too, his, 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 his delivery is too foul for me. Yeah. And this is what I have to, if I don't get men to understand nothing else, I try to get them to understand the world and preferences. You might like me, but another guy might not like me. My yeah. content is not going to be for everybody. Some of your followers going to come over there, check out my content, going to be like, oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Too many full-letter words for me. Yes, yeah, And that's the biggest thing what I'm trying to get guys to understand is that everybody's not going to like you. I don't need you to get down on yourself because everybody in the world don't like you. Everybody's yeah. not going to like AMS. Yeah. After this video, let's read the comments. Somebody going down there, oh, this guy's blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And that's what guys have to understand. They want to be liked by everybody. Yeah. And if everybody don't like me, I'm a loser. That's if true. every woman is not attracted to me, I'm a loser. I'm mm -hmm. ugly. I'm, I'm too short. I'm too this. I'm everything. You know? yeah. And what I try to get guys to understand, no matter what you look like, what you sound like, who you are, some people are going to like you, some people are not. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you have to be comfortable with that. And once you become comfortable with that, you win in life because now you get it. Mm. Everything is just preferences. Yeah. It's, just, it's just the way it is. So with me, with the, um, the YouTube thing and talking the way I talk, that's just a gift, right? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Just, that's just always, I, I, I probably could have did stand-up, yeah. but at the time, I, if, if, if it was now with the vision I had, I had no long-term thinking at yeah. the time. So I tried to do stand-up back in the day, and then I realized, man, this is going to be a grind. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. the guys I did the stand-up with, they did it for 12, 13 years. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, damn, they still in this little shithole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, uh, and so I gave up, right? Yeah. I did it on a couple of times, and I gave up on it. But me with the mindset now, I'll pay those dudes. Yeah. Because I know that you, anything you have to do, you're going to have to pay some dudes. Yeah. 10 years from now, God knows you might be on have a, a podcast on Spotify getting 10 million. I'm going to be like, I remember I did an interview with that guy yeah. in, his, in, his, in, his, in his apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and now look at him. Yeah, so true. you have to pay you have to pay dues, and, and that's what a lot of guys don't want to do. They want now, 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 mm. everything now. My, my, my purpose ain't paying me now, and then they give up. Guys got to start to develop some kind of long-term thinking. This is what ailed me for most of my life. Everything was short-term. Mm. If it's not popping today, I went to Job Corps. Stayed about a month, went home. Mm. Uh, I, I'm looking six months, uh, no, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah. Went to college, went to South University. Stay by, I don't even think it was a quarter of a semester. <laughs> I'm done. I'm out. Yeah. Go get a job. Yeah. So the point being is, 
no long-term thinking. So yeah. when I started this YouTube thing, I had in my mindset that at the beginning, I said, I'm going to upload a video every day, and I don't care how long it takes, I'm going to stay with it. That's awesome. I had to, because I understood by me doing the gym and all that other stuff that things take time, and you have to have some long-term thinking. That's great. And so... Let's, let's start from the beginning. Because mm -hmm. one of the biggest things is Gary Vee says, I like to just bring value. And let's mm -hmm. say there's some guys listening. They don't know who you are. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I tell every, every man is, I say reverse engineer your life. Mm -hmm. I say find out where do you want to be at 50. Tell mm -hmm. me the kind of woman. Tell me the kind of money, the kind of car, the kind of job you want at 50. Mm -hmm. And then find people who are where you need to be. Mm -hmm. And then figure out how they got there and you follow in their path. Mm -hmm. So you as a man who's established, successful, a man that people look up to, mm -hmm. let, let's, walk, let's walk people back to how mm -hmm. you got here. So 25-year-old AMS, mm -hmm. where was he at? And can kind of give us a story how you got to where you are today. We go back one more year before that, 24, I'm living with my auntie. I'm fired. I just got mm. fired from the job, cussed the manager out. Cussed what job? A gym pack. Okay. Packing, uh, making little cone cups, okay, right? Bet. And I got into it with my packer who was uh, complaining, right? Mm -hmm. she, she said something. I, I, what the argument was about. We had tried to talk, whatever, I went over a house a couple times, and that carried over to the job. This is why you don't mix business with pleasure. Yeah. The, the well, your manager, you went over your manager's house. No, no, no. This is oh. the girl who's packing my cups. Okay, bet, bet, right? bet, She bet. was the packer. I was the machine operator, okay, right? bet, bet, bet. And so we, we, I went over a house one time, and, you know, we fooled around, but we didn't have sex or whatever, and things fizzled out or whatever, and we left it at that. But now she my packer, and now... We have an issue, yeah, 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 yeah. but it's the issue stems from that little yeah, yeah. thing. And so now we're about to work. So now the, we get into it. The manager is called. I cuss him out. Mm. Cuss him right out. He said, go home. Mm. All right? And I'm thinking like, oh, well, maybe I'll just be suspended. Nope, you fired. I couldn't believe it. When I got called to the meeting, I did not think that would get me fired. But I guess they had to send a, a message to the other employees that, Talking crazy to your manager would mm -hmm. not be allowed. That's so right. that's make an example at you that because if I if they let that go, then I guess you know everybody start doing it. So they won't let you know that if you talk to the manager like that, you fire. I was shocked. So end up having to move home with my auntie because didn't have no job. Right, took me a uh, seven months to recover from that mm. because I would go to these little temp jobs. Right. This machine operator job was paying me good money for at the time. It's like 2003, something like that, right? So it's paying me good money relative to the time, like $13 an hour. Mm -hmm. I, I'm going to these other little temp jobs. They paying minimum wage. I quit in two days. <laughs> I'm like, because in my head, I'm I'm comparing them to the job you I just had. I just had, mm -hmm. and, and now you want to pay me half of that. You want to pay me $657 an hour, and I'm just like, I would. And I, my auntie was patient. You know, she, she was patient with it. It took me six months to recover from that till mm -hmm. I got back on my feet again. Work, crappy job, crappy job, crappy job, crappy job, crappy job. At the time, you know, I'm, think, I'm, I'm just thinking, like, this is life. Because mm. everybody I know, this is what we do. We work a crappy job, $10 an hour, $11 an hour, whatever it is. You get your check on Friday. You pay your bills. You get a couple of bills. You hang out with your boys on the weekend. And this is... Well, I just think life is, this is just, I just accept that this is, I'm a victim. Yeah. And this is life. You got the other side, and then you got people like me who we just the low class workers that do the grunt work, and this is the hand I'm dealt, and ain't nothing I can do about it. Mm. I just accept that. Mm. All right. So, me on Facebook, Facebook come around. I meet a girl that live in New York on Facebook, right? That's from my hometown. End up 
having a long-distance relationship, I end up moving to New York. I'm just happy to get the hell out of Alabama. How old were you at this time? Like 29. Okay, and you were living in Alabama. I was living what in Alabama. What part of Alabama, if you don't mind me asking? Montgomery. Okay, I went, to, I went to Troy. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. good, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Troy, Troy, uh, Troy, Troy, I'm trying to think. I know where that's uh, down. Uh, I never went to it, but I know where it's at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and so um, I move up there with her, yeah. right? And then uh, that didn't work out, which I knew it probably wasn't going to work out yeah. because moving in with a girl... Nah. With no job. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a, a disaster. Take notes, fellas. Don't do not do it. <laughs> the disaster way. In the f- first day, it was a disaster. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, okay, this ain't going to be long. So yeah. that didn't work out. But I had got a job as a security guard. Okay. Had got a job as a security guard. Luckily. So when she told, asked me to leave, at least I had a job. Yeah. Right? So end up getting a place to stay in a basement. Stayed mm. down there for like... Six years, because I'm not making but 30 grand in New York. Wow. It's all I could afford. Yeah. Plus, I ain't had no... What part of New York? I was born in Staten Island. Brooklyn. I was right there in uh, East New York. Back, back, right. back. And so I uh, stayed down in the basement for six years. Uh-huh. And uh, the <laughs> I just, all the way, all that whole point of my life, I really just thought, this is just, you know, it, it's no way, this is... I hadn't accepted responsibility yet. Let's, mm. let's just call it like that. And yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't upset, you know, because if this all you know, you don't, you don't know. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's It's not, if, if, you don't, if you don't expect nothing better, then this is all you know, then you just accept it. So I'm thinking like, hey, I'm doing good. I got a roof over my head, which, which, which anybody like that, I'm not knocking it. What I'm just trying to tell you that is, it's something better. Mm. And so I'm doing a, doing a security job. One night, and a guy from some uh, England or something, I can't remember, rich guy, because mm-hmm. uh, the club I was working at was a high-end spot in yeah. New York, right? And he come over and he say, he just talking to me because I was a lot bigger at the time. Yeah. Uh, I was overweight, but I was yeah, jacked, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? He's like, damn, how you get so big? And I'm just talking to him about fitness and fitness and fitness, right? And then he said, you know, you should put more energy into that. Instead of standing by this door, mm. I wanted to choke that motherfucker. <laughs> I wanted to just choke his ass right then. Cause I, I, but then when he left, right, and I got to thinking, because I, I sat there, me and him talked about an hour, yeah. because the club, they got there early. The club don't start getting packed till like 12 30. Mm-hmm. They got there early, like 11. Mm-hmm. So he was just sitting back there talking. I'm telling him what he need to eat, what kind of workout he need to do. And then he said something at the end that changed my life. Mm. He said, You know, you should put more energy into that. Mm. Instead of standing by this door, and That's then true. he walked away. I was angry, but then the whole night going home, I thought about that, and I said, I got all this knowledge in fitness. I said, What the hell am I mm. doing by this damn door? I, that do make a lot of goddamn sense. Yeah. That day forward, then I don't know if it was the next day, but it was soon after that. Maybe that week or the following week, I hit NASM. To get my certification to become a personal trainer. How old were you at this time? This is 30, 31, 30, 31. Okay, bet, bet, bet. And so I'm like, oh, I think he got a good point. I mm-hmm. said, I, I, so I ditched, hit NASM up, boom, $600. You could pay him $50 a month. You don't even got to pay all the money at one time. $50 a month. I said, boom, st- start studying. Yeah. I had started dieting because I said, okay, if I'm a, I can't be 300 pounds. I got to be a little bit better shape. So I started dieting. I, put, I said, I'm going to start dieting. And I started studying that certification. Six months of studying that certification, six months of hard dieting, lined up at the same time. I went and took the test, passed the test, 
went out, the first place I went to gave me a personal training job. Mm. Then I, when I hit that spot, I said, this is it. I did the math real easy. I said, this is it. This is it. The, the math was $60 a session. This is after they took their cut. If, if you multiply that times 40 sessions, I said, I'm making well over six figures. Mm. No excuses. I said, Barack Obama ain't here to save you. Donald Trump ain't here to save you. George Bush ain't here to save you. Mitch McConnell. No, nobody, if you fail this, it's on you. That's real. Nobody's here to hold you back. Mm -hmm. I said, you got to eat, sleep, and crap in this gym. Mm. And that's what I did. No sleep. I lived in that gym because I realized this was my opportunity to turn my life around. Mm. And I said, it's on you. Nobody to blame. No Republicans, nobody. I did that. I went in there. I broke all type of sales records. I was talking to everybody. I was the number one seller. I broke all kinds of sales records. I was like doing 40 sessions like the second month, mm. which was unheard of there, yeah. which was unheard of. At that point, I had a decision to make. I said, now, what are we going to do? Because for some reason, I don't know if this maturity, my whole mind had done changed. Mm. I said, what are we going to do? Are we going to go buy cars, clothes, and jewelry? Or are we going to invest this? Because mm. I said, we're making money now. Started my security company. Mm. Started my security company. That gave me the entrepreneur mindset. Mm. Red Dell. Because when you take 20 grand and you decide that, hey, I'm not going to go and try to look rich, which mm. had always been my mindset. Every income tax was spent to look like I had more than what I had. Mm -hmm. I said, this going to be the time that we actually going to spend some money to get rich. Mm. Invest in yourself. Now, I don't, I don't, maybe I was watching some YouTube videos. I don't know why I had this mindset all yeah. of a sudden. But for some reason, when I hit this 30s, my mind, and I just think it was a maturity thing. Or I, you know, I wrote about my book that I was just sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that had a lot to do with it. I was just sick and tired of scraping by. Yeah. It just got to the point to where I was just tired of not being able to do what I wanted to do. And I'm an able-bodied man, and God blessed me with a good brain, and I don't apply it, and I'm wasting what he gave me, the talents he gave me, doing nothing, doing security guard work. That's way beneath me, in my opinion. Way beneath a lot of people. Do what you got to do. Yeah, I'll do it right now. If, if, if everything was taken away from me, I'll go do it right now. But you better believe you can't take my mindset. That's right. And I'll build it right back up. And that's the thing where you hear a lot of rich people say is that you could take everything I got, but you can't take the mindset. Yeah. So if you got a consumer mindset over an investing mindset, you will stay poor. And if you got an investing mindset over consumer mindset, even if you lose everything, you'll get it back because you got this entrepreneur mindset. That's real. And that's, that's what had done hit me when I was in my 30s is that I had done got tired of just being a consumer, consumer, consumer. I started investing. For me to spend that $600 to get that certification from NASM, that was investing. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a lot of money, but it was a lot of money to me at that time. That was an investment. Starting my security company was an investment. And then coming over to YouTube... The YouTube thing was simple as this right here, right? Mm -hmm. How old were you when you started YouTube? Ooh, let's see, 2017, so this what, almost three years. So I'm probably 37 going on 38. Okay. I think it was right before my 38th birthday. Okay, so I was okay. 37, right? Okay. And so um, I'm just on YouTube, and I'm just looking at all these crybaby men mm -hmm. on YouTube 
I mean, this is when the MGTOW thing was, it was just huge. It was yep, huge. I remember those days. I mean, I'm just like, it's just a bunch of crybaby men complaining about female nature. Mm -hmm. And I said, I just, I, I just, I just couldn't take it no more. And I just, I, I, I came out, started talking about the self improvement, and I just said, you guys are not focusing on, and that's the whole principle of me. It, and that's the only reason I started a YouTube channel. I actually just got fed up with watching the the, the crybaby videos, the mm -hmm. complaining, the the the. I just I, I couldn't I couldn't take it no more. I never had no ambition to be a dating coach. I had no ambition to write a book or nothing like this. I just like I can't stand this crying attitude, this defeatist attitude. So many men just crying about. My main thing about the dating game is being happy with yourself without women. Mm. I tell guys all the time I slept with more women when I was broken in the basement than I do now, but I'm much more happier now. And that's because my life is fulfilled with purpose. Mm -hmm. Women can't make you happy. I was happy with women in that moment, but then when they leave you back, yeah. you're still in that little crap hole that you was before. Mm -hmm. You have to have purpose in life to find happiness. Trying to get it from female validation just don't work. Yeah. So when I started, started doing the YouTube, guys started saying, hey, write a book, write a book. And this led to everything. I had no intentions on writing a book. Yeah. I can barely speak. <laughs> I can barely speak, and you got to be writing books. Yeah. So, you know, that was a major accomplishment for me. But that How was, old were you when you wrote the book? Oh, man, this was like uh, 2018. Okay, so I was, had just turned 38 okay, and uh, writing a book. And a um, couple of times I wanted to uh, give up, but at this point I had to develop that yeah. mindset of just finish what you started. Mm -hmm. A couple of times I just was like, I don't want to write this book because that is one. If I, I don't know if you ever wrote a book. Yeah, I have. You, it's, it's a monotonous. It's, a, it's, it's the most worst thing in the world. Oh my god, it's death. Yeah, I mean, and, and the and the benefit of you, you went self-publishing, which mm -hmm. is which is a huge great move. But when I wrote like about ten years ago, mm -hmm. self-publishing wasn't as big, and there was still like a stigma behind it. Mm -hmm. And the worst part is when you're trying to go to the publishing companies. That's the uh, worst. Oh yeah, there's so much red tape on that. It's like they tell you if you don't have an agent, we're mm -hmm. not going to sign you. But the agent said if you haven't wrote a book, we can't sign you. <laughs> a literary agent. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that's yeah. why I was. That's why I was actually going to try to look for it. Then somebody told me, said you probably be better off doing it yourself since yeah. you got a following. And that's and so that's the thing with uh, having a following yeah. that you can self-publish. Uh, the thing with a, a publisher and stuff like that was you needed a publisher because they put all the money behind yeah. you to push you because you might not have had it, right? Exactly. And so they put all the money into it and give you your royalties. Yeah. With YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, with the way you're able to build a following yourself now, you don't, you don't really need it if you got a following. Exactly. And so that's how I would tell guys right now, if you're interested in writing a book, do it yourself. Just start working on a following so you don't have to do it. Um, I love it. So that's the issue with that, man. Yeah. Now, man, I appreciate your story. And, mm. and, and, there's, and there's two things that really stood out to me. The mm. first thing, and I tell, and I want men to hear this, mm. too many men are trying to win now. Right. Too many men who are 20, 21, 22, trying to win now. Right. And they don't understand what real money is. Right. It doesn't matter how much money you make in your early 20s. Right. Doesn't you can have, make $100,000 once or twice in your life. Right. Are you building a consistent, stable lifestyle in your 40s and 50s and 60s? Because that's where the real money's at. Right. We talking, there's a great 
great book called Million, Millionaire Next Door where mm-hmm. they talk a bunch of millionaires. Mm-hmm. And the average millionaire is 50 years old. Right. And they have real money. Real money. Money that ain't going nowhere right. no time soon. No right. job is going to fire them and say this money is gone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They, mm-hmm. they never paycheck the paycheck. Mm-hmm. And so I love your story because it tells all these young guys mm-hmm. that, hey, life is a marathon, not a sprint. Mm-hmm. And if you're grinding, if you, if you focus on your purpose, if you're building yourself up, if you're laying down the foundation, mm-hmm. it's okay that you're not winning at 20. Who cares? Mm-hmm. As a man, you get older, it's just better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Men are like wine, you know what I mean, when they, as they age. And mm-hmm. so I love your story because so many people think, oh, I'm not AMS and I'm 24 years old. I'm not where you're at. I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where you were yesterday. Are you building yourself up to be the man that you want to be in the future? And I, and I just love that. Like, now you're here. Right. Now you can go back and tell the young ones, yo, now it's time for you to build this story mm-hmm. and not just to beat yourself up. Because like you said, 24 mm-hmm. on auntie's couch. I love that. That's, mm-hmm. that's Lewis. I'm not sure if you're familiar with a guy named Lewis House. Mm-hmm. He's a really big... Um, podcaster as well okay and uh his story was the same that he was on his sister's couch around mm-hmm. that age mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. so i just i love that story man i mm-hmm. just love seeing that so all the lot because we're honest that's where a lot of guys are at today right a lot of modern men today you know raise up i call them you know mama's boys right raise up very feminine mm-hmm. raise up without mm-hmm. the male influence so mm-hmm. they're sitting at home playing xbox playing mm-hmm. call of duty mm-hmm. swiping on tinder getting mm-hmm. mad at the world you know what i mean mm-hmm. Incel, MGTOW, whatever you want to call it, hyper red pill. Right. And your point is get up. And right. There's a path to success. The thing is, what I tell guys here is you have to lay out a, a plan, mm. a four or five year plan. Um, when I started the gym and when I started my security company, I had a plan that I'm not even worried about the money right now. Mm. Don't even worry about the money. The money will come. Just focus on your brand. I remember telling guys when I first started my YouTube channel, I'm not even worried about the money. They tell me, oh, do this, do that. I'm not, I'm not worried about the money. I said, the money will be there. For all you guys out there right now, you 20, 21, focus on school. Focus on that. Focus on uh, apprenticeship. Build that knowledge and that skill set first. The money will be there. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't worry about the money. The money will come. A lot of you guys want to do it. So this is the issue, guys. When you get that foundation, when you get that foundation, from that point forward, you can never fall. And I'll and I give you a point. By me having that personal training background, no matter what happens with this YouTube, I can always go back you to that. You have that craft, that right. skill. I, that's exactly. I always got that to fall back on. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to go back to being a security guard if this YouTube thing don't work out or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I just die. You know, things, you know, you go up, you go down. Yeah, that's exactly. the way it go, right? Yeah. So let's just say I'm not, I'm not able to reinvent myself and this, this start, starts to die. But guess what? I invested the money while I was making it smartly. Okay. See what I'm saying? To... So, well, when things do or if, because I plan on being here for a very long time. Amen. But sometimes you don't have no, you know, choice over that. Somebody else come in, new thing come in, the boys want the new hot thing, whatever, that's fine. But the thing is, even if that was to happen, I done built this foundation yeah. that I'm good. I put those little eggs in, wrote those books, I endured those books. Ten years from now, I'll still be making money off of those books. Exactly. And that was the that was the that's point. real passive income. That's real passive income. Yeah. Only thing I have to do now is just... Keep my brand building to sell that. Mm-hmm. See, so the only thing I'm focusing on now to sell my three books is to keep putting out quality content, to keep evolving, to keep collaborating, to yeah. keep building my brand, and that way I can make passive income off of those. Yeah, and so that's that. the thing I try to tell guys is don't worry. When you write no books, you're like, oh, man, I'm not getting paid anything. Yeah. See, it's easy to work when somebody say, okay, I'm going to give you $15 an hour to mm-hmm. go to work right now. It's harder when 
I'm writing this book and I don't get no paycheck for it at the end mm, of the week. That's real. That's when you know you have the long-term mindset. Until you that. get that, you always, if you, if so, uh, a wise man once said, a man's uh, net worth is determined by how long, how far in the future he's able to think. Mm. If you're a guy that only thinks to Friday, you will always suffer. You yeah. will always check to check. Yeah. If you're a guy that could think about 10 years from now, so I invest a lot of money into index funds, right? Mm -hmm. When the market started tanking, I made a, I put out a video uh, telling guys to invest and stuff like that. And they're like, oh, you should pull your money out. To, Dude, this money's for me 30 years from now. They I don't even care what it does. They ain't seen it. Right. I'm, I don't worry. I, I'm, I, I done developed that long-term mindset. Do you want to know what the, how I really think of my investments? I really didn't think of this the money I invest into the stock market as for my descendants. Mm. I don't never plan on touching that money. Yeah. So I just do it because I'm just thinking like, you know what? I'm going to change my family tree, as Dave Ramsey like to say. Mm. I'm a, Nobody behind me, if I, if, if, if I invest smartly for the next 30 or 40 years, however long I live, if I do that, none of my descendants behind me will ever have to go through what I did. I changed my family tree. The Rockefellers, that, that guy, he changed that family tree. That's Vanderbilt, true. he changed that family tree. Michael Jordan, he changed his family tree. LeBron James, he changed his family tree. Nobody that comes behind him yeah. will ever struggle again. They'll be living off LeBron James money 300 years from now. They'll be like, oh, that, that, they from they LeBron James descendants. And they still rich. That's I'm true. in the club with the Hilton's grandkids, and they in there just... Don't tell me. The guy come on and say, oh, that's, that's the Hilton's grandkids. Yeah. He's just the son, grandson. He's just now throwing, <laughs> throwing money. <laughs> Telling him, take it, take it. Living off his uh, grandparents' hard work. But yeah. that's the thing what I'm talking about is that when those people change their family tree, that's what I wanted to do. I, I wanted that. to change my family tree. I love it. So let's... We heard your story, mm -hmm. you know. So I want to I wanna really give these guys some practical step-by-step um, instruction. So let's say right now I'm 25 years old. Uh -huh. You know, let's say I'm working part time mm -hmm. at some grocery store, making about twenty thousand a year, mm -hmm. staying on my mom's couch. You know, don't women don't respect me. Mm -hmm. I'm you know playing video games, you know, three to five hours a day. Mm -hmm. Not much going on. Give me a step by step. If you were if you were in his shoes right now, mm -hmm. what would you be doing to get yourself to where you need to be in life? First step by step. Well, right now, if you that guy doing a little crappy job or whatever, first thing I'm going to tell you to do is keep your job. What we got to do is we got to find a time slot around that to build yourself. Mm -hmm. So let's take me, for instance. When I was studying to become a personal trainer, I still was doing security. Mm -hmm. So that was no reason for me to quit my job and, oh, I'm no, no, you still got to work. So if you're a guy in that position right now, we got to improve your income first. I don't want to hear them about your, your dreams and goals, this, that, and other. We'll get to that later. That's long-term thinking, right? Uh, I, had, I got goals too, right? But at the end of the day, we live in the real world. So I need to give you some practical solutions. So you keep your job, and you need to say, what do I want to do that's going to pay me six figures a year? We need, and, and we need to set out a plan to achieve that, all right? Let's hypothetically say you want to be a computer programmer. Well, we need to find out what's the steps for that. Let's say you want to be an electrician. We need to find out what do you need to do for that. Now, we need to find out how can I achieve that goal and stay working. Mm -hmm. Now, what I've been telling guys who have these real busy jobs that's not flexible for that, I've been recommending this for every guy that asks me this question. I'd say Uber or Lyft is a flexible thing that you can do, and they allow you to work 
when you are comfortable with working. Mm -hmm. I always tell guys that. Now, understand that this is going to mean that you got to sacrifice for a little bit, mm -hmm. right? This means that you got to, you're not going to be making as much. You got to bring down your cost of living a little bit, mm -hmm. right? So that means that maybe you have to downgrade the cable. Maybe you have to go to Netflix mm -hmm. or whatever. Maybe you can't go out the whole weekend. Maybe you just go out Saturday or maybe you can't go out at all. Mm -hmm. But we got to bring that down while we hashing a plan to get your income up. So if you're a guy that don't got no flexibility to improve yourself, I always been recommending the guys to do one of these goddamn delivery car services, Uber or Lyft, because they allow you to work when you want to work, which allows you to better yourself while you're working, which is much better than some of these jobs going to do. I was doing the uh, security, but it was only six nights a week, uh, six hours a night. Mm -hmm. So I, it allowed me, but I understand some guys are working 12-hour shifts, 60 hours a week, dead-end job, minimum wage and stuff like that. It might not be practical with kids and stuff like that. You might want to look into becoming a Lyft driver, Uber driver, so you can better yourself and improve yourself because at the end of the day, ain't nothing going to change. So now we're doing school or whatever we got going on, or trade school, whatever you're doing to go about that. We do that. Let's say now you got that job. This is the point, because now you got your foundation, because you got to get that skill. Mm -hmm. That skill set is imp You don't know nothing. You bring no value to the market, so you, just, you don't expect to get nothing. You know, we all complain about, oh, well, I don't make no money. This job don't pay this, and I feel like this job don't pay. You get paid on your value to the workplace, to the marketplace, mm. and that's what you get paid on. So you're not bringing that much value to the marketplace, so you're not going to get paid. Mm. So we got to get you some value, which means that getting a skill set or education. That's what men don't want to do. It's mm. easier to complain than to do that. And if you're a guy that say, well, I don't want to, uh, I got to work full time and do this. That, those are your, you got to pay for your decisions. Mm. It's not my fault that you uh, didn't get this stuff done when you were 17, 18, 19. So you're 25 years old. Now you got to do it. That's, this is the price of your decisions in life. Everybody has made bad decisions. So that means that now you got to work twice as hard because you goofed off in your earlier years when you didn't have to work, when you were staying with your parents, where you could have did and got yourself together. You played around, you goofed off, and now you're in a position where you have to work and better yourself and just accept that. You, that's the thing what guys understand. You just have to pay for your decisions. So your, your bad decisions earlier are causing you to have to do double time now. That's all it is. Understand that. But now that we got you getting that skill set, and now that you got this job, let's fast forward, say, let's, let's say you accepted my, you know, recommendations, and you did this, and you got the skill set. Now you got the job. Now you making 80, 90, 100K a year, and you making some money. This is the part what's going to separate you. This is what's going to separate you. It's, are you going to stay in that consumer mindset, or are we going to move to that investor mindset? Mm -hmm. And this is the thing. So now that you're making some money, what do we do? Do we go rack up a whole bunch of debt? Do we go get a BMW? Do we go and get this big old house that we can't afford? Do we go buy a whole bunch of clothes, max out our credit cards, and now we rep back chasing our tail? Or do we do some investing? Mm. So whatever you're doing now, you got, you're working this good job, you're making 80, 90, 100K or whatever, depending on where you stay at. New York, you might be making 175K. Now that you got this good job, that is the point. When I became a personal trainer, I decided I wasn't going to go in the consumer mindset, that I was going to do the investor mindset. And this is where people go the wrong way. They become consumers. So my income went up, and so did my liabilities. Exactly. So now I just got more, a bigger rent, a bigger, and now I'm still stuck. I drive mm. a little bit better car, 
I dress a little bit better. My house is a little bit better. But guess what? Still living paycheck to paycheck. Still living paycheck to paycheck. Mm. And maybe maybe I got a, a, my job paid me a little bit more, but I'm still not happy. I still got a boss, at, or as Dame Dash called, a daddy <laughs> to report to. And at this point, this is what I'm talking about. Anybody can go out and get a skill set in America. Anybody can go get a skill set, education, or whatever, right? At that point, you get that job. What are you going to do with that money? Mm. Are you going to become an investor? What I would tell anybody, whatever job you're doing, save your money and try to do it for yourself. You mm. have no idea how people are ripping you off. The gym, I, don't, I won't say the name. The gym I was working for, they was taking half. Mm. Half for what? I mean, I, I get for what. It's their yeah. business. They, it's their brand and stuff like that. And I understand they put money into their brand. But the point I'm saying is, why don't you start your own uh, personal yeah. training business Get your own logo, get your own web page, and now you charge what they was charging the clients. Exactly. So that's the point. That's the mindset that I want, guys. So now you this electrician, you making eighty nine to hundred k. Save that money. Why don't you become your own boss? Yeah. Now that you're your own boss, what are we gonna do? Now we making brick bre big bread. Now we want to get some residual income. Mm -hmm. Now we want to start investing into real estate. I do index funds. I don't want to deal with crybaby tenants and all this and other stuff, I, I stick to index funds. But now we finna build some generational wealth because mm. now we taking this money from being your boss to now we investing into real estate. Yeah. So let me break that down. Go ahead. You went from education, you got the education. So for the 25-year-old guy that's sleeping on his sister couch, we got the education, we worked and got the skill set of education. Then we got the better job. Mm -hmm. Then we took that money, we became our own boss. Mm -hmm. Then we took that money and we did something that creates generational wealth, index funds, stocks and bonds, or real estate. Yeah. It's just that simple. And it, it it's not, this is not Chinese algebra. <laughs> Anybody who's watching me right now, if you're willing to put the work in and, and take the time. And take the time and yeah. look delayed gratification mm. and give yourself that time to do that. Anybody can do that. Yeah. That's what I do now. I just invest in index funds and I'm a Keep investing in index funds to the day I die. I have no intentions on touching that money unless it's an emergency. I plan yeah. on leaving that money to my descendants because that's the long-term mindset that I have. Man, I love that. The the book I was mentioning earlier, guys, mm -hmm. called The Millionaire, Millionaire Next Door, Get It If You Haven't Got It Already. Mm -hmm. He talks about one of the number one traits that millionaires have is what you've been talking about this whole episode, mm -hmm. which is delayed gratification. Mm -hmm. Delayed gratification being able to say no mm -hmm. to liabilities today mm -hmm. to be able to say yes to assets tomorrow. Mm. And so that's something that I'm constantly hearing from you talking mm -hmm. about that. Because what the problem is, because I, like I said, I'm doing my series about lessons I wish my big brother taught me about women. We'll get to the women later, guys. Mm -hmm. But this is obviously a thousand times more important, the mm -hmm. foundation. Mm -hmm. and, and I got to a part um, episode two was about, you know, leveling up, you know, being mm -hmm. a high value male, getting mm -hmm. on your purpose, all the great mm -hmm. things that you've taught. Mm -hmm. And I heard so many cry babies in the comments. Mm -hmm. So many men complaining, well, if I do this, she's still going to do this. And, and why do I got to? And, and, and I, I had to stop like like last week, part three that mm -hmm. came out last um, Saturday. Mm -hmm. I had to stop it mm -hmm. and say, you know what? I'm going to I got to talk about this mm -hmm. because too many of you guys are whining, mm -hmm. complaining and not improving. Mm -hmm. Like, like people, people watching your videos, mm -hmm. people loving you, mm -hmm. people constantly, oh, I love Al Alphabet, click faster than the beta, seeing their baby mama, mm -hmm. you know, give them five, like, mm -hmm. they love your stuff, mm -hmm. they love where you're at, mm -hmm. and they want to be where you're at, mm -hmm. but they're not willing to put in the work. Right, put in the work. You, you hear all, like, like mm -hmm. people don't hear this, mm -hmm. they just hear, you know, take the girl, 
Don't decide. That's all they hear. Right. They don't hear you grinding. Right. They don't hear you getting right. investing your money. They right. don't hear you saying I'm investing for future generations. They don't hear you. Um, I'm worried about multiple businesses. Mm-hmm. They don't see all this work. Mm-hmm. And my number one problem is so many guys want to complain about women. They want to mm-hmm. complain about their lives. Mm-hmm. But then look at the men who have the lives you want. Mm-hmm. Look at the work you're putting in. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you ain't working forty hours a week. No, I know that. No, I know you probably haven't worked forty hours a week in twenty, thirty years. No, right. You know, I, I, you we working at least 80, 100, 100, at least. 100. I had to drink some coffee coming over. <laughs> at least 100. You guys mm-hmm. heard at least 100. Mm-hmm. So you look at AMS mm-hmm. working 100 hours a week, mm-hmm. busting, mm-hmm. grinding, mm-hmm. and then you working 25 hours a week and you complain about where you're at. The, the thing where I, I, I try to tell guys is, and I see this on my views, I put up a purpose video or a financial video. <laughs> they don't want to watch A it. quarter views. They don't want to watch I've it. I've actually had to go into how to make the video about women just to get guys to watch it. So it's mm. like, like I had to, you know, like, you know, how you had to put a pill in dog food yeah. so they can eat the pill. Cause they, and so I, I, I have to be worried with that because I know if I don't, it's going to get a tenth of the views. Yeah. And so the issue, what I have with men is, that, well, anybody, they'll see the shine, but they don't see the grind. Mm. And they want the shine, but they're not willing to put in the grind. Mm. The thing what I want guys to understand is that nothing comes easy. Everything is hard work. That's what I've learned. If I, if, if I learned nothing else about life, I learned you get what you put in. And if you want to be great, if this is my issue. If you don't, just don't complain. Mm. You know, they, I, I know talk about the Omega males and the guys who live outside of society norms, and it's because not because they're lazy, but because they're not infatuated with the materialism or success and stuff like that, fine. I just don't want to hear you complain. Exactly. I, I have no issue with you not wanting to, you, you, you content making 10 grand a year and you live in a hut in the woods and you ride a skateboard. <laughs> That's fine. If you like, if you that guy and you that, you know, guy like that, that hippie guy that just chill and smoke his little weed and you content, fine. But don't be a hater. Mm. Don't, 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 don't go on Instagram hating on celebrities when they buy a new car and stuff like that and tell them they should take their money and go feed uh, hungry kids and stuff like that. If you are content like that, then stay like that. Mm. But don't try to put down others who've put that work in because it didn't come easy. Yeah. It is very hard work. You have to make the sacrifice. And 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 we doing this, a lot of guys still, they're not going to make the sacrifice. They're going to complain. I, my thing was, when I was a trainer, I would sit down and I would tell guys what they need to eat. Mm. To and, and, and then I would, guys would tell them, man, they ain't going to eat that. Why you keep telling them? Mm. My thing is, if I can just get the one, yeah. it, it matters to me. So a lot of the guys, nothing on this is going to change, right? Yeah. Uh, but if I can just get to a couple, exactly. I feel like I succeeded. So if I can get one guy to put the video games down to better himself. If right now you're watching this right now and you're not where you want to be in life, See what the steps is right now. What mm. do I need to do? It's in, in, in America, I, I, what I've come to, anybody can succeed. Mm-hmm. Anybody can. Yeah. I, I, and, and God said, no, no, I don't believe that. At worst case scenario, worst case scenario, become a truck driver. Yeah. And give up, give up two or three years of your life and sacrifice and save that money. That's what a lot of truck drivers do. That's why it's got such a high turnover rate. Yeah. It is such a, a, a grinding job. They make 100 grand, 120 grand a year driving. And it's something that they can do for two or three years. And then most of them, they take that money and then they do something else. Exactly. At the very least, become a truck driver. Yeah. Any, guy, any guy that wanted to know right off the top, 
some jobs that can make you some money re real quick that don't take, you know, two years of training, like a, becoming an electrician or, you know, a school teacher or something like that. A personal trainer or a truck driver. Yeah. Those are jobs that a couple of months, CDL, training, three months or whatever, boom. A lot of guys pass the NASM certification, studying for it for three, four months, they go pass it, boom, and then get in that grind. Mm -hmm. Those are always two. And if you ask me which one probably was the best, probably truck driver because it don't involve sales. Mm -hmm. uh, personal training involves a lot of being able to sell, so it's a little bit more difficult. But I think as far as a truck driver, it's always hundreds of jobs available. It's always it's something that don't take a long time to achieve, and it's something that I ain't telling you to become a 20-, 30-year truck driver. I'm telling you that it could be something that could jumpstart an idea that you can invest in if something that you think of. So a lot, a lot of guys that I know that became truck drivers, they only could do it like three years, save their money real hard because they can't spend it, yeah. and then they go and invest in something else. But the point being is anybody can be successful in, in, in America, in my opinion. Man, I love that. And what's really interesting is your, your comment about with the videos, how you were saying that, you know, I put a video about finances, mm -hmm. put a video on self-improvement, mm -hmm. you know, I might get 25, you know, maybe 20,000 views. I, mm -hmm. I, anything about women, 100,000, 200,000, mm -hmm. about five times as much. So mm -hmm. are you familiar with a man named Patrick Bet David? He has a YouTube channel called Valuetainment. So Valuetainment. Oh, yes. Val I, yes, yeah, Valuetainment yeah, yeah, yeah. guy. So one of the most popular, the number one YouTube channel for, for entrepreneurship, over 2.5 million mm -hmm. subscribers. Patrick Bet David, true deca-millionaire making real money. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember I, I was in his office interviewing him, and he was talking to one of his employees who just, I think that person just made 100000 off commission. Just mm. It was one sale that day. And he Damn. was just telling them, like, that was a good job, but I need more out of you. Right. I'm like, shit, if, if 100000 is a good job. Right. So he's making real money. Right. He comes on the podcast. Mm -hmm. He's giving so much free game. Mm -hmm. 3,000 people watch it. Mm -hmm. then, Crazy. Like this guy named Tavi, I love Tavi. Right. Comes on, dating coach, 70,000 people watch it. Mm. And I'm like, you guys, like you said, the guys have their priorities all the way messed up. Right. If you put in the, if you put in the title, AMS Talks, financial, how to build, oh. <laughs> you better put in the AMS Talks, AMS puts how to charm women, how to get laid on the first night. Oh, this is it. This is it. This is the interview. You put on the AMS Talks, how to change your life around. And, that's, and that's the worst part. And so what, what people need to understand, because as content creators, I get it. Mm -hmm. I, we understand mm -hmm. that you got to, like you said, we gotta, you got to put the, the Robitussin in the Kool-Aid. Yeah, you right, know what right, I mean? For the right. kids, to, to, for people to drink it. Exactly. Because so much of what these guys want, mm -hmm. they, don't, they don't care. They, they, they care about what they want, not what they need. Let's talk about this. So what guys don't understand is they want to know all the strategies to get women. Yeah. Guys don't understand that when you become a high-value man in principle, man, everything comes natural. I love that point. I love, and I'm sorry for cutting no, you go off. Go ahead, go ahead. That's the part where I'm not sure if you noticed that, mm -hmm. but you did a, a big shift mm -hmm. when initially it was mm -hmm. how to show that you're high-value. Right. And then you got to not... Be high, high value. value. Yes, I can and, tell you really watch my country. Yeah, no, I've watched every, almost every video. I've been watching it from the very beginning. Okay. And so, and so to me, I've realized that, like you said, so many men, mm -hmm. what they don't realize mm -hmm. is that if you actually put in the work, you don't have to fake these things. Thank you. Because all, all real, like you said, all pickup, because like I said, mm -hmm. I was mystery type, like whoever mm -hmm. it is, the game, mm -hmm. I've, I've known a lot of these mm -hmm. guys. Mm -hmm. 
all pickup is showing or faking mm-hmm. to the women temporarily because mm-hmm. it only works in the moment right. that you're high value right. versus what AMS is teaching you mm-hmm. is actually being high value. The thing what guys got to understand is that the strategies and techniques and stuff like that, you got to understand it's going to get revealed on the date. Women are bloodhounds for a guy that's faking. They Because what what a woman to do? A woman to... Te- you could text a woman at 3 p.m., hey, how your day going? She'll hit you back at 10. <laughs> She'll hit you back at 10. You low value, all that have been came out. You'll be you hit her back at six, seven with a question mark. <laughs> and and this is what guys, this is what guys don't don't understand. I I, I, I have girls that done tried me like that. Hit me yeah. back the next day and and and, and they just sometimes they could have been just like meant to text because I can do that too sometimes, right? Yeah. Like I saw the text, I meant to get back to it, I got sidetracked. Yeah. And then I'll look back at it later, especially since I looked at the text and then text right then. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, sh- I forgot the text. So, and then she texts you, let's give the benefit of the doubt. Let's yeah. just say she wasn't playing a game. Yeah. But you be, oh, you, I guess you're not interested. Just <laughs> enough. But I thought you saw high value. Yeah. The thing why I try to tell guys is the whole high value mindset, it becomes you once. So if you're a guy that's on your purpose and you're working 60, 70, 80 hours a week, right? Mm-hmm. You 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 don't you just don't you lose you don't care. Mm-hmm. I I have no other way to say mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You don't care. I just set a date with a girl for Friday, mm-hmm. and uh, I really don't care mm-hmm. if she cancels. Mm-hmm. I I have no in, I I don't the way I look at it. I'll just write another chapter for my book if she don't. Or maybe I get some rest because I got uh, so much collabs this week. I got another collab tonight with another guy, big YouTuber, bigger than me. Uh, I got another collab. Thursday, mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I, I don't, I don't care, mm-hmm. and that's what the high value mindset comes to. So, what guys have to understand is when guys come to me for advice and they crying about this, that, what I've started to tell guys now is, I'm gonna tell you opposite of what other dating coaches tell you. Most dating coaches tell you, go talk to a hundred women, so they want to mask that pain mm-hmm. with more women. Yeah. So if you're going through a heartbreak. Let me, if you meet other women, just take your mind off. What I've told guys now is I take the other approach. For the next 30 days, I don't want you to talk to no women, mm. even if they're giving you choosing signals. Mm. What I want you to do, and this is just something recently I started, what I want you to do now is for the next 30 days, I want you to figure out how to be happy without women. Mm. That's what we need to do. Because that's what's going to get you in that mindset where you need to be. I need you to have hobbies and purpose in life to where what you are is bored and lonely and you want a woman to come solve your problems. Yeah. And that's the issue. What I've been telling guys is for the next 30 days, I want you to find out what do you love to do. I'm not even talking about purpose. I'm just talking about activities, hobbies. Mm -hmm. Get your life back so that when you do meet a woman, you're not dependent on the outcome. You don't care. Yeah. So what guys do, they so invested, they so lonely, they so desperate for a female validation is that I need this to work out. They so invested in that outcome. Mm. I need this to work out because my life, I'm so lonely, I'm so bored. I need this woman to come fix my life. And what I've been telling guys is I want you to build a life to where you're happy without women. And don't talk to women till you got that. Mm. Now once you get that, when you meet a woman, you don't care if she ever calls you back. Because now you guess what? You're going surfing. You're going shooting basketball. You're on your purpose. You're going swimming. You've figured out how to become happy without women so that when you meet a girl, things are going good for two or three weeks, and she's starting to pull back. You don't 
care. Mm -hmm. And the reason why it hurts so bad when you date a girl for a month or two months and then she starts to pull back because she has brought happiness to your life and now you're thinking about what your life is going to go back to without her. Mm. So you work your little shitty nine to five that you hate mm -hmm. and then she comes and she makes you happy at the end of the day because you got her to come cheer you up. Yeah. And the thought of losing that yep. and your life going back to video games and back to Tinder dates yeah. just literally makes you angry. Mm -hmm. And this is what causes an issue. Mm -hmm. Opposed to if you had to build a life of happiness with outside of her and you notice that pullback, you're like, I'm just go back to doing what I was doing. I have right. hobbies. I have... And so you're not dependent upon the outcome. Yeah. And so that's the thing where guys... I, I talk about the choosing signals, and guys, it's, it's went over guys' head tre yeah, tremendously. Too much. Too much. Tre tremendously. Guys thought that I said choosing signals, waiting for choosing signals is the best way to meet women. I don't know how somebody thought that. Yeah. That is <laughs> completely absinthe. Yeah, yeah. Being a guy that used to approach 100 women on the weekend in my teenage days and yeah. my early 20s, too, to be quite honestly, at the mall and stuff, I can sit here and tell you, anybody tell you, if you just approach women just like as a trainer at the gym, yeah. you just approach enough people, you're gonna get somebody who yeah. wants to work with you. It's just that's the way it's a numbers game, right? Numbers game, yep. But the thing with the difference with women is you're trying to get your happiness from women. And so no matter how many women you sleep with, it's still yeah. not enough. No matter what you do, it's still not enough. Mm -hmm. You slept with 50 women this year, yeah, but what about the 50 that got away? Yeah. It's never enough. You'll be better off sleeping with five women a year or two women a year and getting, have your hobbies and purpose. Yeah. And for my relationship, guys, I don't want woman a year. Yeah. You'll get more happiness from that. And that's why you see a lot of guys who, once they get married, they tell you, this is much better than the one I was out chasing women. Yeah. It's because they realize that no matter how many you slept with, it was never going to be enough. Yeah. Now, it's us being red pill brothers. We don't get married, but we get married to our purpose. Yeah. We get married to our hobbies. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing what guys have to understand. Until you get that, you will never be happy, brother. No, that's good. I want to touch on the marriage thing, but I want to go back mm -hmm. a little bit about what you're talking about being the high value thing. Mm -hmm. and, and, and the part about you talk about being high value, and, and you said it initially, is that women can smell real high value. Yes. And what people don't understand is like, you and you being a person who has money, you know, I'm a person who's trying to get there, but a lot of my friends and people I do business with, they have real money. Mm -hmm. So it's one thing to fake with a fake ch of a chain. Like mm -hmm. You save your whole money to get mm -hmm. a chain. Right. Another thing to save your whole money to get a watch. Mm -hmm. You can't fake the chain, the watch, the car, the mm -hmm. home, all. Like when, when a dude has real high value, mm -hmm. it's apparent everywhere. Mm -hmm. So you can do this to gain stuff. You can trick the girl in the moment mm -hmm. to think that you're high value, but eventually you're going to know she has high, high, high value. She know you have high value. High value uh, has nothing to do with money. Yes. High value is a mindset. Mm -hmm. I would consider you high value. Yeah. I would consider what you're doing makes you high value, even yeah. though you might say you don't have money. That's You got guys out there that got money and they got a low-value mindset. That's real. It, 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 you can have a million. Some of the guys, you, if you ask any of these dating coaches you interview, ask them. Some of the guys that talk to the most are the guys who got money. That's real. <laughs> That's that, that, so that won't, that won't make you high value. High value is a mindset. And the... And what I say about a mindset is a guy who has a life. Mm. You can this will make you high value to me. You can have a making 30k and a good social life, and you are happy with that. And I would say you high value because your mindset says that my time is value. That's real. Regardless of 
this uh, this billionaire, this billionaire over here getting dating advice from somebody. Yeah. You know, this this billionaire, he's scared to leave his wife. How does high value? He's a billionaire, but he's scared to leave his wife. That's real. So the point being is, you have guys out here where they might only make no money, but you know what? They are content in life. They not sweating a woman. They not in need of a woman. Their time is limited. They have an active social life, and they're content with what they're doing. I would consider you high value. In, in, if you thinking, any of you guys out there thinking that going out there getting money is going to uh, fix your problems, I'm telling you it's not. I'm telling you purpose is the only way. I'm telling you that right now. Purpose is the only thing that's going to, like you doing this right here, this is something that, this is your baby. Yeah. This is, this, this is, this is my baby. This is, I'm trying to build this to uh, Up and Smoke podcast. I'm trying to build, and then you become obsessed with it, and this becomes... Everything comes around it. So if a girl was to hit you up and say, hey, I want to see you Tuesday around noon, you know, I got an interview. Yeah. You know, I, 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 well, that's the only time I can see you. Well, I just, we have to talk later then. That's real. Because this is your baby. So the only way you're going to become high value is to get that mindset that you're happy as is. Your life is complete. You have your job. You have your social life. You have your hobbies. You are just content and happy in life. And when you out with a woman, what happens is, she feels the high value because you're not desperate for her. Mm -hmm. you, you, I don't care if you stay or you don't. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm happy. I got a, I got a life. I, my apartment might not be a 10,000 square foot home, but guess what? I work. I pay for it. I have my social life. I have my friends. I have my hobbies. I don't need you. Yeah. That's high value to me. It's that whole mindset of just not needing a woman. I love that. I love that point. And, and thanks for correcting me because I guess sometimes um, when I use the word high value, I, I break it down to the, the, like the masculine mm -hmm. um, avatar, mm -hmm. uh, which I define as, you know, your status, your, your, your um, fashion, your fitness, your, your finances, mm -hmm. and the, the mindset, mm -hmm. which you talk about the confidence, the certainness, to be on the purpose, the mission-minded. Let me jump on that. Go ahead. When you check, when you are working, when you focus on the money, you incidentally become high value. It, it gets you the mindset. But the point I'm trying to say is it, it, it correlates with the high. But what I'm, what I'm saying is some guys still won't get it. I love that point. It, they, still, they still would be that low-value mindset. For all you guys wondering what low-value mindset, that means your time is freely. That means that uh, when, I, when I said this interview with this guy, this guy gave me some times, he wouldn't just say, oh, well, just stop by anytime you get ready. I have nothing going on. I had to make an appointment. Mm -hmm. To, because your time is valuable, I had to make an appointment with that, and that's what you need people to understand that your time is valuable. You just can't, you can't just pop in and out. No, no, no. You set a date, and then this is what we are gonna meet. I'm a, I'm a value man. Ain't no, we'll see, girls. I'm mm -hmm. saying, we'll see, we'll see what. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, can, uh, can I get back with you? No, you get back to me on that. I got stuff to do. You tell me you are gonna go out now, and you can't. <laughs> that, that's what I, I, I got things to do. Yeah. And that's the thing with high value. Ain't no, we'll see, or I'll get back to you later. Or, can I let you know by Thursday? Don't let me know nothing. That's real. That's that's high value mindset. And I and I love that point. And that's something that I hope the men are really taking that seriously. Mm -hmm. Cause like you said, a lot of guys will spend all the time chasing the money, mm -hmm. like learning all the dating tricks to get women. Mm -hmm. But end of the day, the mindset that mm -hmm. you know they're, they're rich in the pocketbook mm -hmm. but poor in the mind. Right. And what you always when you said, I, I hope you guys picked it up from the mm -hmm. beginning. You talk about being rich in the mind. Rich in the mind. And I and I love that. And I really hope that fellas are, are talking about. I hope you pay attention to this. But I want to talk about something that um, is really interested, you know, mm -hmm. in the, the manosphere, mm -hmm. the, the you know, red pill, blue pill, all the other community, mm -hmm. is a conversation about marriage. Mm -hmm. I want to know, before we jump into what is your personal opinions on marriage? 
I think with the way the laws are set up today, it's just not favorable for men. Mm -hmm. I would be a fool to get married. And then guys say, well, you got a prenup. Well, now I got to sit up and try to convince the judge that she didn't sign under distress. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's just not worth it to me. Oprah is never getting married. Mm -hmm. These women understand that uh, I can't, it's, it's some other ones too. I didn't get that thing off the top of my head, but it's been some other real rich women that they are smart enough. They're not ever getting married. And so with the way laws are now, I just think it has nothing to do with being with one woman or nothing like this. I understand most of my audience, and I point this out, is a purple pill guys, and that's guys who know, understand female nature, but they're willing to get into a relationship anyway. And they ask me about marriage, and I just say with me, it's just not worth the chance. And, and the thing is, as you guys are on your purpose, you don't know what this thing going to be. So you might say, okay, we can get married. She's a school teacher, and, and so our incomes are equal, but you're on your purpose. Who's to say what this podcast is worth to Spotify or Title or whoever, you know, 10 years from now? Mm -hmm. And you didn't foresee that. Yeah. You know, and that's the issue what guys got to understand is that if you're on your purpose and you plan on starting your business, who knows what Alpha Male Strategies is 10 years from now? Mm -hmm. I might be, be a billionaire or somebody might say, well, hey, won't you do Showtime at the Apollo, which leads to movies? You never know. So guys think like, well, I'm not, I don't do nothing. I'm gonna, I make 30 grand a year. What's the big deal? Yeah, if you're on your purpose, you never know what five or 10 years from now going to be. Jeff Bezos didn't know he was going to become the richest man in the world. Yeah. You just don't know. And so in my issue for the man, it's not good. I understand it. From the female side, I, I told I tell guys this all the time. I understand from the female side, and I simply mean this: if you're a 21 year old woman and you go and get with a, a 21 year old man, and you give him 20 years of your best li of your life, right? And now you're 41, mm -hmm. right? And now you're on the downside, but now he's just reaching his peak yeah, yeah, yeah. because he's reached his financial, you know, top. Mm -hmm. And now he decides, you know what, that, that 20 year old waitress <laughs> at the job or uh, by the job is, you know, she's been giving me some choosing signals. Yeah. And then I'm looking at her and she's got three kids. She got three of my kids and her body ain't mm. what it was yeah, 20 yeah. years ago. Yeah. Is it, so I get that aspect from the woman that it gives her some assurances that if I give you the best years of my life, that you can't just upgrade me yeah, <laughs> like yeah, a car yeah, 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 yeah. 20 years from now. Yeah. So I get it from their aspect, but I'm just looking at it from my aspect yeah. that it don't work for me either because yeah. at that point, now I got to pay you to the day I die yeah. for some, I'm not even hearing that, and then you got a new dude, <laughs> I'll do the child support. Yeah, yeah. I no problem. You don't even got to go take me. I'll put myself on child support. <laughs> yeah. right? I'll put myself, I'm, I'm going to be a man. I'm going to take care of my kids. You ain't yeah. got to fight me on no child support. Yeah. It's the point of alimony, losing my house, losing everything so I work for. It's a, legal, it's a legal thing that kind of... Is that is your main hurdle for the marriage? Yes, that's it. That's so, the. Plan. So my question before we jump into that, my question is, what are your thoughts on some of the extreme red pill guys who just believe all women are evil? I know you had that joke; they're all sluts, you know, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But 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 what are, what are your thoughts about you know the guys who believe like that every woman on earth is evil and selfish and manipulative? What what are, what is your opinion on that? My thing is this right here: I tell guys. The thing with women is respect. With anything, whether you with your friends, kids, or anything, everything with women is about respect. You can't stop a woman from doing what she's going to do. You're going to lose your mind trying to worry about what a woman is going to do because they plan better than us. And the only way you catch a woman doing something 
is if she wants you to catch and she mm-hmm. just don't care anymore. Yeah. Because if she cares and she want to stay, you would never catch her. Trust yeah. me. I, they like uh, G.I. Joe. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uninspected yeah. gadgets. You yeah. would never catch her. If any of you guys have ever caught your woman cheating because she got sloppy because she really didn't care. Mm. Is she all out in public? I done, I done dated a woman who was cheating. She had me all in the next town mm-hmm. hanging out with her. Mm-hmm. That's how far women go with it. Yeah, yeah. So as far as that... If you're going to be a purple pill guy, yeah. so this is going to be for the purple pill guy, because for the red pill guys, they understand that, and they just choose to date women on their terms. If you're going to yeah. be a purple pill guy, and you decide to go that, you just got to accept female nature for what it is, and you can't work. If you're going to go that route, you got to just... That's like me getting a dog, and then I'm mad because he barks. <laughs> that, that's, just, that's just stupid. And so if you're going to go purple pill, then just accept their flaws. Yeah. That's all I can... Now, I don't know what else to tell you. If yeah. you're going to go purple pill, women, if you... The, the thing with women is, what I found out is, that when a woman is attached to you and she cares about you and you can keep that interest there, she won't see another guy. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm just telling you that right now. She won't even see... She will be loyal to you. Yeah. The issue is most men have a hard time maintaining that. And this is where the dynamic comes in and change that. Most guys, when the woman starts really caring and liking them, the guys start putting the woman first. Yeah, stop being more feminine, stop walking in that masculinity. You talk about it all the time. Right. And, and this is this is what caused the interest to yes, drop. Yes. And that's what guys don't understand. It's just not logical. Why can't I love a woman, show her I love her, mm. compliment her, yeah, yeah, yeah. and let her know how much I feel about her without yeah. her losing attraction or start testing more yeah. because she sees that I'm attached. The second you you show a woman all that, and I know women going to watch <laughs> this, and they going to denounce it and yeah. stuff like this, which is complete crap. Yeah. They know it's true. <laughs> if, if As soon as a guy starts doing that type of stuff, the interest starts dropping. Yeah. Only if, only if he starts getting weak. So what'll happen is a woman will start testing and she starts seeing weakness. Mm-hmm. If you care too much, she's going to naturally start testing. And what ends up happening is when a guy didn't care too much, when he would put her back in his play, her place, he lets it slide now. Mm-hmm. Think it's no big deal. Yeah. And that is an issue. Because yeah. now a woman starts thinking she's dealing with a weak guy. And that's where the interest comes. That, so now you're going to see the other side of women. Yeah. That this is what guys, and she starts retreating because yeah. you care. You, you're showing too much affection. You're acting like a woman. You put her first. And, yeah, you exactly. was a high-value man who's on his purpose, and she loved that about you. you yeah. was a, now you're putting that to the side. You're not, you're not doing the podcast and yeah. as much. you like, hey, let's hang out. Let's go get some ice cream. Mm-hmm. What she was attracted to, she was attracted to that ambition and that drive that yeah. you had before. But now you're starting to put her first. Yeah. And that's not attractive. And that's what a lot of guys have to understand. Have you read The Way of the Superior Man by David Data? I never read it. Man, I'm telling you, you love that book. It's li- he's literally the white version of you, but a little bit more of a hippie. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's the masculine, feminine energy. So he has this thing in the book. That's what guys have told me. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what guys have told me. Uh, uh, they said, uh, did you? And I was like, I never read that. No. Yeah, no, I'm, I, it's, it's crazy because. This is how you know great minds think alike. Right. Where you literally have two men, opposite sides of the world, come mm-hmm. up with the same exact idea mm-hmm. that resonates with the whole world, but they've never met each other. What, what happens is, yeah. what happens is, for guys like me and him, we are very observant of human nature. Exactly. And what I, 
learned from my mistakes in my past was when I started to fall for women and put them first, I would notice their attraction would drop. But when I was putting, you know, my purpose, purpose and my yeah. grind first, they would be more attracted. And what I started noticing was that when I started getting all cuddly and friendly and want to, you know, act all affectionate and, and lovey-dovey, that's 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 not and 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 women are gonna deny this and yeah. and, and, and I already know this because they they don't they don't like this part yeah yeah they yeah. they want to act like this is true they want to act like if a man buy me flowers and kiss and show me that no no you don't no you don't and, and it's so funny because. So two things. Um, the first thing is the whole generation of men. The mm. reason why they love your content mm. is that they were taught the Disney fairy tale. Mm. They were taught, you know what I mean, to be, um, you know, Steve and keep on begging Laura and eventually, <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean. She gonna... I grew up on the Wonder Years. <laughs> yeah, you know, the guy was the girl. I think in the Wonder Years was uh, Wendy. Yeah, and he was just he had this show was on TV for like seven <laughs> or eight years yeah. about a dude having a crush on a girl, and I'm sitting there young, like, man, this is it. And I love that yeah, show with him yeah. chasing behind this girl. He had this big old crush on this yeah, girl. Yeah. Eight years chasing behind a woman, and he finally got her at the end. And that's what I grew up on. Exactly. And so many men grew up with that lie. I mm. grew up with that lie. So we mm. think if I keep on trying, if I keep doing more. Mm. And so what David Data talks about is masculinity and femininity is broken down to two major mm -hmm. things. Masculinity is, like he said, purpose, drive, mm -hmm. goals. That's mm -hmm. masculinity. Femininity mm -hmm. is relationships, connected intimacy. Mm -hmm. So the same so the same way we as men, mm -hmm. we don't like masculine, hard women. Mm -hmm. We want feminine, mm -hmm. soft, kind women. Mm -hmm. Women want masculine men. Mm -hmm. So the more a man is into his masculinity, like you talk about mm -hmm. all the time, on his purpose, on mm -hmm. his mission, focus mm -hmm. on those things first, mm -hmm. the more she's attracted to him. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side, the more you're into that femininity, mm -hmm. the more you're into putting that relationship mm -hmm. first and putting mm -hmm. your mission second, the more you're into chasing all these women, mm -hmm. then you, she becomes less attracted to you. Mm -hmm. So the funniest thing he talks about all the time, back in the day when a man went off to war, mm -hmm. a woman would always come to him and be like, don't leave, mm -hmm. stay, mm -hmm. don't go anywhere, mm -hmm. be with the family. I don't want you to go and fight. Mm -hmm. And he said, in the, one day there was a guy who said, you know what? I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. So the next day, he tells his woman, hey, you know, she's like, well, oh, what? I thought you were leaving for war. He was like, oh, nah, I decided to stay home and be with you and the kids and mm -hmm. love with you. I'm mm -hmm. not worried about that. Mm -hmm. She left him a month later. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. Because they say it, but they, they want they want to know. David, they said they want to know that you will put your mission before them any day. Exactly, brother. The thing is with women is, and this is what guys have to understand, <laughs> they don't even know what they're attracted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they honestly don't even know what they're attracted to. They are attracted to the guy who puts his life and his purpose first. Mm. And if you do anything, if any of you guys, and I, that's why I was telling guys about the no validation. When I when I would tell when I would uh, compliment women and stuff, it was like an immediate <laughs> downgrade yeah. in a, in an in interest, yeah. interest like not a slow. It was like boom, this girl was calling me three times a day, texting three times a day. I validate her, boom, mm -hmm. nothing. Yeah. Now she's getting flaky on dates, yeah. and she probably don't even know why. Mm. It's because you're acting like a woman now. You're acting like you're looking for a relationship. You're acting like a guy that's in scarcity. The woman wants to feel like women got this little pre-selection hypergamy detector mm -hmm. thing, and they want a guy, they want to feel like they won you over. Mm -hmm. And then they feel like you're trying to win them over, the attraction is gone. They mm -hmm. want a man that other women want, and I got to damn near beg you exactly. or give your ultimatum to get, in a, in a, in, to get you to date one guy. And if, I, and, and if you come to me with it, 
Interest is automatic losses. You acting in scarcity. Mm. And that's just not... Don't propose to me unless I've been hitting around at it for three or four months. Yeah. Don't... Yeah. If I haven't hidden around about... If I haven't asked you where this is going or, mm -hmm. you know, where are we or something like that, yeah. and you come to me with this relationship or trying to propose marriage, yeah. dead attraction kill, a killer. A woman won't... She got to... She want to... I had to... Yeah. Throw hints out yeah. there, you know, and say I had to win him. I had to win him. Because it, because going back to what somebody once said, if if someone gives you something for free, mm -hmm. you know it's not valuable. Oh, that's good, when you gotta bro. work for something, right. that's when it's valuable. And it's amazing it comes natural to women. Without exactly. Them, without them even thinking about it. If and, if you gave it to her easy, this guy has no value. If you give your time away easy, this guy has no value. This mm -hmm. is why I try to tell guys if business had to come up, I had to do this today. And I had to do another collaboration. And I had the date set up with a girl. I told her, let's move it to Friday. That's mm -hmm. one I was just telling you about. Yeah. Post been the day. The other guy wanted to do uh, the collaboration tonight. You you was okay, fine, anyway, because yeah. you was early. But the other guy tonight, I moved the date to Friday. Yeah. Now, you, a lot of guys have been petrified. Well, I, I might don't get her out no more. Yeah. But what you don't know is, this is this is a turn on. She I told her I had that. business. She loved so that. I told her I had business tonight. <laughs> like... You mean to tell me you're not willing to quit your <laughs> job for me? Have you have you even noticed? I tell guys all the time, if you're a guy, I would just challenge you. If a girl asks you what you're doing, say, oh, I'm busy with work. Right. I can't talk right now. Right. And just 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 try that out. Right. Even if you even if you're playing video games. Right. And she asks you how was your day, say, I've been busy working. Mm -hmm. Just it, just that busyness, that being on that masculine purpose that mm -hmm. you talk about all mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that I you, I love that you really opened my eyes is that when a woman's in her feminine, she wants relationships. Right. She wants those things right. from you. So if you're the one begging it from her, mm -hmm. it's off. And the thing is, it's, it's off. The thing is. If you start acting like that, she start moving masculine. Exactly. And, and, and she's not fun to be and now around. She, now she says, I'm busy. So exactly. all, the things, all this stuff that men would used to tell her, now right. I'm busy. Oh, I got to work this weekend. Right. Oh, I got uh, I got you know this, this hustle to do. So you start hearing all this masculine language mm -hmm. from a woman, mm -hmm. and now you see, because now guess what? You're the woman and she's the man. Exactly, brother. The, the thing is, what guys got to understand is that at the end, women say they want to be the prize. Yeah. But if you're not the prize, they don't want you. Never. At the end of the day, you have to be the prize. Mm -hmm. Yeah, all these women, I'm the prize, I'm the prize, I'm the prize. But at the end of the day, if she don't feel like you the prize, mm -hmm. she's not interested. Exactly. If she don't feel like she had to win you over, she's not interested. So you guys got to have the mindset of being the prize to attract women. But you don't do it to attract women. That is just a byproduct. Exactly. The thing what you guys got to understand is mm. you got to become happy individuals Alone, I, I tell guys, and that's what's gonna give you that high value mindset. Yeah. Because once you do that, you become high value. So when you get with her, mm. the thing is not even that. A lot of guys can do that, but when they get in a relationship, they slowly start to transition mm. to that relationship guy and that mm. relationship mindset, and they lose sight of that. Yeah, and that's the thing. They they spend time with a woman. And they want more of that. Yeah. And then now, now I'm not giving my woman space. Now I'm starting to get into scarcity. I want to spend all my time with her. And what starts to end up happening is you start to smother her. Mm. And then now what you want to do is, now what the woman starts thinking is, you want to be around her all the time because you're kind of like cop blocking because mm. you're showing insecurities. So you figure like, the more time I spend with her, yeah. the less time she got to do anything else. Yeah. And that comes across so insecure. Man. When y'all guys calling girls, texting girls all day, it comes off as you're trying to keep tabs on her. And then she also asked in the back of her mind, why aren't you working? Right. You know, like, I remember right. the point that you brought up, and this, 
and I, I send this to all my friends when you talked about it with the texting. Mm -hmm. and, and the biggest thing is that, like you said, a woman texts you, and then like, like 3 o'clock, this is you text a woman at 3, mm -hmm. you text you back at 10, 10 on 5, you text her back, 10 on 1, you text her right, back. Right. And the back of her mind, she's like, why, 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 what is he, what has he been doing all day? Mm -hmm. You know, because like you said, if you're a real man who's on his purpose, mm -hmm. you are working too. Right. You're, like you said, some days you're like, oh, I forgot to text her back. Because right. why? Because you've been working. Thank you've been you. hustling. Right. But too many guys know what they'll do. They'll set a timer. Right. Five hours. <laughs> they'll turn the Xbox right. off. Right. They set a timer five hours. Right. Right. And then text her back in five hours. Right. Instead of actually being on your purpose. purpose. It's so much harder <laughs> to fake purpose yeah. than to just, I mean, high value. Than to actually be high value. Exactly. It's so much exhausting to fake it than to be it. And, and the, the fact of the matter is, you guys don't understand that you thinking that acting like you're busy is gonna make you high value. <laughs> and it's not. What's gonna make you high value is when you can check her because you're in abundance because you have a life built outside of her. That's yeah. where the high value gonna come in at. Yeah. You can only, I get it, and I told you guys when I first started, hey, stop texting a girl back right away and stuff like that. That stuff is only going to get you so far. Yeah. You, a lot of guys thought that when I said be high value that, okay, that's it. Just stop texting back so fast. <laughs> yeah. That's all I got to do. Yeah. I used to text, okay, I'm going to start waiting three, four hours yeah. and problem solved. Yeah. That ain't going to fix all your problems. Yeah. Women got all type of little tests. They like, oh, he doing a little three, four hour te text yeah. back yep. Y'all yep. think women stupid? <laughs> you think you the first guy to do that? Women already know, okay, he going to wait two, three hours. He's trying to act like he busy. Yeah. Okay, all right, I get it. Yeah. The last guy did that. The guy before that did mm -hmm. that. Okay, we'll see. Wait, when I cancel his date, let's see what he's going to say then. Yeah. So that's the thing what guys have to understand that high value has to come in the mindset of you don't care about the outcome yeah. with the woman. You're not dependent upon a positive outcome with the woman. You don't care. My life, you know what? If I don't have a date this Saturday, I'm going surfing. Yeah. If, if Next week, if I don't have a date, I'm going climb the Rocky Mountains, yeah. whatever. My life is full. I'm grinding Monday through Friday, and on the weekend, I'm enjoying hobbies. Yeah. I don't care. If I have a date, fine. But if I don't, I just do something I enjoy. Yeah. You need to find happiness with yourself mm. first. I am telling you, before you can be successful with women, until you do that, you always going to fail. Yeah. And another thing I want to touch on. Go uh, ahead, please. We, I, I want to bring this up. Insecurities. Mm. That is the biggest issue, or one of the biggest issues I've seen with men. Men have to get past their insecurities. Men just cannot accept the fact that we all have flaws. We mm. all have things that we, we would change about us. If somebody gave us a magic wand and said, okay, you could change one thing about yourself, we all have something that we say, okay, I'll do that. But the issue is, I probably have dreads. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. But the issue is this right here. Even though you have those insecurities, even though you have things about you that you probably would change, the thing why I try to get guys to understand is that no matter what you are, there's somebody that likes you completely as you are right yeah. now. There's somebody that likes you completely as you are. Until guys understand that, until guys understand that, yes, there are five guys that are there, five, five, Banging chicks. Yeah. And all the guys who are banging chicks are not six foot five. Yeah. There are five, five guys out there who are banging chicks. Yeah. There are small guys. You have to just stop. The same way with the financial, guys, it's an excuse. I got an excuse. I'm a mm. victim. Yeah. You know, I was born poor. I'm going to die poor. Mm. I was born short, so it's harder for me. You don't understand. Blah, 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 yeah. blah. And at the end of the day, 
It's all in your mindset. Mm. And I love it. And that's that confidence mindset that you... Con- it all comes full circle. Mm-hmm. It all comes full circle. That, that confident mindset, that, that belief in self. And that's where you really, really got to work work on really yourself. And that's what's first and foremost. And before, before we close, mm-hmm. I kind of want to give a, a case for, for marriage. No, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I want to yeah, give a case. Yeah, keep your female clients. <laughs> keep your female clients, brother. Uh, so first, I'm Nigerian-American. My, both mm-hmm. my parents are Nigerian, so right. I come from a completely different culture right. when it comes to this. Oh, yes. Uh, yes yeah, so yes. The, the way, so my argument with a lot of the red pill guys is mm-hmm. too much of their understanding of women mm-hmm. and marriage and relationship is American. Mm-hmm. They understand under the concept of Americans. Mm-hmm. I personally don't really date American women as mm-hmm. much, so mm-hmm. that's why I'm a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So I want to begin with that. But you talked about... They changing too, though. Huh? I I dated a couple in New York. Oh, definitely. They getting westernized. Definitely. So me... You gotta be careful with the the first generation ones. Okay. So me, I, I like my girlfriend right now. She's from Germany. Uh-huh. She's Germany and Nigerian, so uh-huh. she's not even American. Okay. So so to me. One of the things I noticed that you talked about mm. was building a legacy for having that generational wealth. Right. To be able to, whatever your family last name is, mm-hmm. for uh, 200 years mm-hmm. from now, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be that name. It's mm-hmm. going to be the Rockefellers, the Vanderbilts, you mm-hmm. know, the mm-hmm. Bezos, the, mm-hmm. you know, the Zuckerbergs, and then your family last name. Mm-hmm. So, end of the day, every man hopefully wants to reproduce, mm-hmm. reproduce their offspring. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. And to me, I believe... From what my dad taught me, mm-hmm. the greatest thing you give your child, obviously the financial thing is a be- blessing, mm-hmm. but it's the mindset. Mindset. You got to take AMS's mind, and whatever your descendants, you want them to have that same mindset financially, mm-hmm. physically, emotionally, mm-hmm. spiritually, mm-hmm. all that stuff. So the number one thing is that you want your child to be in your home. Right. End of the day. Like, right. that's, that's my right. philosophy. Right. I don't right. want, you know what I mean, the... Baby mama, some dude coming over, mm-hmm. teaching all types of stuff, being mm-hmm. on her, whatever that, right. and my child being a part of that. I want my child, my descendants, mm-hmm. to, whoever's going to, when I die, have all my resources. I want to be raising, educating, instruction, guiding that child in my path. Mm-hmm. So to me, you want a woman who's going to be submissive, mm-hmm. feminine, and mm-hmm. respectful for you throughout that period of time mm-hmm. so that you can be able to healthfully raise a child. Not even, you're you not to marry forever, right. but at least to be able to raise and lay out a foundation for the child. So to me, though, the I agree with you, the legalities of marriage mm-hmm. is horrible. Mm-hmm. But in regards to a, a trustworthy, faithful, respectful woman, mm-hmm. and to be able to, one, be someone you want to reproduce with. Mm-hmm. That's an important thing. Yes, and true. also you want someone to be able to help um, allow you to raise that child in your home. So that's why I personally push a lot of my guys to not just waste your time chasing a billion different women, but really to find a good, respectful, feminine, submissive um, woman to be able to build your family, have that family legacy that you talk about. The, 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 I, and I agree with that. The, the, the issue I would have is that a lot of women know they get that leverage with the situation with the child, and sometimes it causes them to not. So this is what I've seen with other guys that's been married is that the woman knows that now I've got him in a position to where legally I can rape him if he leaves. And this naturally causes a person that when they have that kind of leverage to now they act different. And what so what a lot of guys is either to keep that, I become the beta male and just, take mm-hmm. her mouth or her lip, it's hard to be that dominant, but it's not impossible. Mm-hmm. If you're willing to walk away, if you're willing to, if she's getting too out of pocket, 
and, and thinking that she has that leverage and power, which is what I've seen a lot of women that either guys learn how to just deal with her complaining stuff all the time mm -hmm. or they choose to walk away. The issue I have with it is that it could not, it might not be as happy as it could be if she has that type of leverage. You know, when you give a person, anybody leverage, they usually gonna use it. Yeah. In a, in a, in a, in a, um, if me and you was negotiating on something and you had the leverage and you know I needed it, yeah. I'm not gonna get much pull from yeah. you because you have the leverage. And yeah. that's that's the only issue with that. But as far as the child and you raise, my, my thing when we're talking about the mindset, is yes, I would start my child right off with entrepreneurship mm -hmm. early. Yeah. Early, like entrepreneurship, be have your own little candy store or something. We get the whole permit. I heard Dame Dash on the show talking about some, my son has cookies and all this yeah, other yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, so you want to instill that mindset in him early, but I don't feel like you have to be in the house okay. to instill that in him. I think just as long as you in his life. Okay. No, that, that, that's fair. And so I want to also talk about something that a lot of people talk about when they say, you know, a lot of times a man gets money, a woman divorces him, takes all his money. Mm -hmm. So it's really fascinating, going back to book Millionaire Next Door, mm -hmm. actually the more money a man makes, the less likely a woman is to divorce him. Right. Actually, millionaires have the lowest divorce rate across men across all cultures mm -hmm. because going back to what you said, and this mm -hmm. is my personal opinion, this is where I kind of got this from you, mm -hmm. that when you're a masculine man mm -hmm. on your purpose, mm -hmm. always grinding, mm -hmm. you are the prize. Right. And when you find, because the key is you got to find the right woman. Obviously, right. majority of women don't have this mindset. Right. The same way most men don't have the masculine mindset. But you right. got that's why I usually go cross-culturally. Right. When you find a woman with the mindset, mm -hmm. she knows that she's winning by being with you. Right. She knows that she, like, like I said, in my family, right. the, the talking back don't exist. Right. The I'm going to take the kids and go. Right. It don't doesn't, exist. They don't even understand that concept because you are the prize. You are the, are the win. And so I, well, go ahead. The issue with that is yeah. one is too many. That, that's the issue. So like, let's say you got 10, nine of them are good, right? Yeah. That one, I'm out. That's, that, that's the issue with me. It's just like that, that one, okay, that's, if, 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 if I got to build this empire and I, I hope you're not one of those guys had to get stung and that try to play the, the roulette game and say, well, I won't be that guy. And then you lose. What do you mean the one is too many? I'm confused by the, that. The one guy that gets. Uh, oh, okay, okay. So, that, so you're saying that the one guy who got divorced and took all his money, hearing that story is too much. When I see her Hulk Hogan story of how she did him and named the boat with his money, she named the boat Alimony. Spiteful. I got a lot of insight. My my one of my one of my college teammates was best friends with Hulk Hogan's son. Nick. I got a lot of insights on the Hogan family. And she had the little boy in Hulk Hogan house. <laughs> this man tore up his body for all those years, <laughs> thirty years wrestling, body slams, and he can barely walk now. And she done moved this little yeah. young eighteen year old at the time <laughs> into the house, and then he got to walk by that time or something. And now it's a, I, I tore. He he said on the uh, Hogan's knows best. He said, I tore down my body for 30 years to build that house, and now yeah. it's a little boy in my house. <laughs> and just sto one story like that accounts a lot of 100 good ones. I agree with you. And so my biggest thing is I'm all about irrational, rational fears, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So there's people who say, like, when it comes to starting a business, mm -hmm. There's businesses that are going to fail. Mm -hmm. People are like, well, because this guy's business failed, I don't want to start a business because they lost all their money. I don't want to lose all my money. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's like, okay, everything in life is a risk. Mm -hmm. And is it a rational or irrational risk? If it was 
55% of guys who got married, mm-hmm. who were millionaires, wives left them for young dudes and took all their money, then I understand that. Mm-hmm. But like I said, when you factor into the cultural values, you being on your purpose, you being a masculine man, finding the right woman, mm-hmm. and you factor that, those divorce rates, because there's a difference between the, the Tiger Woods story, mm-hmm. where you cheat on her with 10, 15 different guys, mm-hmm. you embarrass her, and then she leaves, mm-hmm. versus you know the Hulk Hogan, which is a whole different story, mm-hmm. where she just leaves you and takes your money. The, di- the difference is this. In that, with the business. Yeah. So say I spend 50 grand, yeah. start a business, it failed, 100 grand, whatever, yeah. it failed. I don't got a constant reminder of that failure. Yeah. You can move on. Three years from now, I'm not thinking about that. Yeah. In, a, in a marriage, you still cutting that alimony check every month. I remember Hogan on the show telling his daughter, Brooke, he said, she said, Dad, I don't think you should uh, do the show or something. I think he was doing Gladiators at the yeah. time. He said, I got to pay your mama the alimony. Yeah. He, he, he's like, he need, but he had to pay her. So you get that constant reminder. What if this, if knock on wood, if your podcast fail, whatever, a year from now, it, you're not cutting a check still for this. It's done. Yeah. It's, it's over. You're not still cutting 5000 a month for yeah. a podcast that failed. With this wife, Five years from now, ten years from now, you still she's still in your house. You get that constant reminder every day. So when you come pick your son up, you get to see all the sweat and tears. <laughs> you get to see all, and she probably up there with another dude banging in your house. So it's like you you get a constant reminder. If my business yeah. fell, yeah. I, I, I have this. It's over. I lost yeah. the money and it's done. Now, ten years from now, it's yeah. not bothering me. It, it, marriage. Every day you go pick up your child, you get a constant reminder. Yeah. Look at my house I built, and I can't even come in. Yeah, and, and that and that's a, that's a funny point. And like I said, I also want to challenge people like cross culture, like so, to see the divorce rates, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. like I said, each culture is different, mm-hmm. and so is it possible? I'm not denying the possibility, but mm-hmm. like I said, I think a lot of men don't really study the cross cultural, the 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 financial. Most marriages end in divorce for financial reasons right. and stuff like that. So I would obviously it's a risk. Obviously, there's a possibility for you to marry a girl, you know, have a family. She leaves you, takes some money. Now she's banging the pool boy on right, your couch. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right. Like, obviously, there's a risk. But to me, I really, like, the guy talks about in his book, 90% of millionaires are married. Mm-hmm. 90% of millionaires are married. And so I really want to challenge, especially the t- tippy top, the mm-hmm. billionaires, mm-hmm. almost all of them getting married. So... Yes, are some of them BMC, beta male providers, all that stuff, mm-hmm. obviously. But I do think there's something where, because you talk about it with the, I think you talked about it one day saying that sometimes not having that female headache. Mm-hmm. Some, we got to be honest with you. If, you. if you're really juggling 5, 10, 15, 20 women, mm-hmm. by the time you get older, it get, becomes a headache. Right, right, right. It becomes tiresome. It becomes tiresome young. Yes. And so you talk about, obviously, getting being purple pill and maybe not marrying, but Marry. at least having that one woman. Mm-hmm. To settle down with, and you're not arguing that, but you're just right. talking about the legal legalities of marriage. marriage. And we got, and I, I really care about fixing that mm-hmm. in the future. If 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 I can really, it'll never get fixed. You don't think so? Uh, the the women control is the largest voting block now. Yeah. So all the laws that are passed uh, passed to favor women yeah. because these uh these guys are trying to keep their jobs. Yeah. And so if you pass something. That benefited men, as you see in Atlanta, all the top positions are women. Yeah, everything, the mayor, all this police chief. Yeah, I th- or did they replace her with a man? I can't remember. Yeah, I think she resigned. They replaced her with a man. I think I'm not quite sure. Yeah, but um, so this is the thing that they not gonna pass any laws to favor men because these guys pass laws to stay in power. So if anything, they yeah. might make it worse. So my question is, what about men? 
who are watching AMS's content, mm. getting on their purpose, and now to get into these political positions, now mm. to get into positions of power, do you think then in the future, as people begin to learn more from your wisdom and get into these positions, they can now change some of these laws in the future? Uh, we, I, I've told guys this before. I, we headed toward a matriarchy. You, I, you believe so? Oh, yes, because... Oh, over time, everything goes to a matriarchy because women live longer than us. Yeah. They have the numbers now. It's only going to get more 10 years from now, and obviously they're going to vote for things that are in their favor. That's yeah. just that's just a natural course of things. Yeah. Um, they outnumber us. They're the largest voting block now. That's why everything, all the laws that are passed are done to favor them or whatever, mm -hmm. and women are going to vote for people that have their best interests at heart. That's yeah. just... That's the natural, that's the way it goes. Yeah. We're going to vote for women. We're going to vote for people that pass and stuff that help us the most. So I think as time go on, as these vote numbers go on and on, you, what you're going to start seeing is you're going to start seeing more female senators, representatives, and things like that. Eventually, we're going to have a, a female president. Yeah. So I, I don't think that in the future, the marriage laws are going to, I think that for long, they may pass a law that if you dating a woman for six months, y'all come in law. Like, I, yeah, yeah. I, I honestly think the coming law thing was just, Oh, y'all trying to get smart and yeah, not get married? Yeah, yeah. Okay, this is what we're going to do now. If y'all live together six months, y'all married. Yeah. So I think eventually at the point, after a while, maybe it might not happen in my lifetime. I think yeah. on the point, if you date a woman for six months, <laughs> whether y'all live together or not, y'all yeah. come along married. I, and I... I think it's actually going to, I think life is in pendulums. Mm -hmm. So I think we have extreme patriarchy. Mm -hmm. Then I do see us moving to matriarchy, mm -hmm. but I actually see us going back, back more balanced towards um, patriarchy because one of the things that you point out mm -hmm. is that we got to realize a lot of women, if they're honest, they're unhappy. Mm -hmm. We got to be honest. Women under 30, they have more degrees than guys. Mm -hmm. A lot of them, like you said, are, they have the abundance mindset. They mm -hmm. have the confidence. Mm -hmm. A lot of them making more money. Mm -hmm. So what you're going to see is that they're starting to realize that, shoot, I'm unhappy. These, I, I, we're better than all these men. You know why they unhappy? Huh? You know why they unhappy? Why they unhappy? Because you had all these women, career women. They thought that that was gonna make them happy. Exactly. And you want a family, and now so, it's too late. Right. You're 42 years yeah. old, and you should have kids that's going to college right now. Yeah. But you spent when you was 20 and 21. You decided that I'm gonna become a career woman, yeah. focus on becoming a lawyer or whatever, mm -hmm. and I push having kids off or whatever. And now, you, and now, and I know because I'm dating these type of women yeah, yeah, now, yeah. and that, that they pressing for that. And a lot of them don't have kids, mm -hmm. and that's because they focused on their career so much, and having kids and a family would slow them down. And now that's where the unhappiness come in there because they thought them being on a purpose was gonna, at the end of the day you got maternal instincts, yeah. and now they're coming home on you. Now you like I don't have no kids. And now it's yawning at you that you want this family, but you was career woman. So that's yeah. why a lot of women are unhappy because now they're trying to fulfill that at 42, 43. If you watch The Housewives, and I always watch it because I'm I usually dating a girl that watch it. <laughs> so it's a, it's a friendly compromise because yeah. she's going to have to watch some basketball. <laughs> and uh, you see that. You saw that with Portia yeah. when she was sweating trying to have a kid and all this other type of stuff. Uh, uh, what's the other Kenya? Mm -hmm. she, she had like a kid almost at fifty. Yeah. And you saw them like pressing for kids and family and stuff like that. These women had them put everything on the back hole to for their career and all this other stuff. And then they get in their forties and then they're pressing for kids. Yeah. And that's why they're unhappy because at the end of the day, you got maternal instincts and you want kids. Exactly. And so, I I think. What happens is that when we talking about like real wealth, like at the tippy top, mm -hmm. what you realize is 
for a lot of these women, they're, they're not going to be there. Right. I think really, to me, when I look at society, who controls society, I'm looking at the tippy top. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm looking at the top 0.1%. You know right. what I mean? The billionaires. Right. And we got we to gotta realize that these guys do, these guys are the ones getting there. Right. And so one thing that I, I personally am I'm feeling like is that as society progresses, what's going to happen is, like anything in life, you just have these conservative and liberal shifts mm-hmm. where, where all these women, women see... All these women in their 50s and 60s, miserable, lonely, single, mm-hmm. frustrated. Mm-hmm. And there's going to come a generation where, like, I ain't trying to be her. Right. I ain't trying to be like this. And hopefully, right. well, I could be wrong. We can right. live in matriarchal society. Right. And right. we all screwed. <laughs> right. but, but that's what I think might happen. I, I just, I think that as time go on, I think I'm going to be glad that I'm old and I don't have to deal with it. I think that we're going to be living, living in a society where you, if you look at a woman, you might get charged with sexual harassment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if, if you date a woman for a certain amount of period of time, you gonna you gonna they gonna say y'all are common law. I honestly think that it, 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 it might not be it, all this stuff takes time. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. None of this stuff happens. So guys, watch me now. This ain't. I don't think this gonna happen in two years. This, yeah. this, I think within twenty or thirty years, as the women numbers grow and they get the more and more voting voting blocks, <clears throat> because they just outlive us and they live ten years longer than us mm-hmm. on average, right? And so as this this adds up over time to well. They just have the numbers, and they're going to vote in their interest. And I think that I feel sorry for men in the future. It's, I, I think as this social media thing goes on, yeah. that's, a, that's, what I'm, that's another thing I want to talk about, why they're unhappy, too. I forgot to bring that up. Oh, yeah. I love uh, your point on social media, man. A paradox of choice. Mm. The paradox of choice is when you get so frustrated because you have so many options. Mm-hmm. And that's what, that's what social media and dating apps have bought to females. And that's another reason why they're unhappy. I got 20 guys that I found attractive that are trying to date me. You know what they tell, told me when I set up my clothing store, my Artique Spring store? Do not pick too many colors because the client, the, the, the customer would get yep. this, uh, confused or frustrated yeah. from so many options and not pick. Exactly. And that's what they told me. And this is what's going on with women. So you got 25 guys who's trying to date you. You don't know where to go. And you don't want to settle down with the one who won't, any that wants you because you always think like, well, tomorrow my inbox is going to have 50 more guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you can't stay focused on one guy because every day it's 50 more guys yeah. that want you. And so you never can settle down because you always think, well, I, it might be a little better tomorrow. Yeah, it might yeah. be this causes this unhappiness because you, you're scared of like, I don't want to. I want to keep hedging my bet, hedging yeah. my bet, and maybe I, maybe I get that better, better, better it's deal. Like, well, isn't that like what is in the casino when you gambling? Yes, yes. You know, because like, like you said, every year is like twenty one. Right. Oh, ten thousand, twenty two, right. twenty thousand, right. twenty three. But then, like you said, eventually, what happens? Right. You're gonna jack. You're gonna hit out. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing with that. You. Uh, uh, so with women, with all these options that they got, mm-hmm. it just makes it. It was easier before because. Guys, maybe she didn't, wasn't a social person. Maybe yeah. she went out and she got one guy that week, and she was all over him. I tell guys this all the time. I said, y'all guys don't never know. Y'all got sevens acting like dimes. <laughs> when back in my day, if that girl there, yeah. she would have been blowing your phone up yeah. because she got a guy that actually asked her out. Mm-hmm. And now y'all guys dealing with these sixes and sevens that are acting like Tens mm. because they got so many options. Yeah. And, and I say I feel sorry for y'all guys. Y'all guys gotta deal with that. And I'm gonna close with this, and this is why I love your message so much. Mm-hmm. The reality is 
their options mm-hmm. aren't really options because they're not high value men. Right, right. They're not men who are masculine. They're not right. men who are on their purpose. They're right. not men who are listening to you and right. being financially stable and building wealth and all this good stuff. So that's why as a man, as much options as she has, right. if you listen to AMS, if you're reading his books, make sure you guys get his books. Mm-hmm. If you're getting on your purpose, if you're grinding, if you're hustling, you become as, I think I think um, Godfather said, you become an offer they can't refuse. And and the, and the thing is, they are not options, but what they are are ego boosters. Mm. So maybe you're not an option. Maybe I got 100 emails a day, and maybe none of them are options. Yeah. But guess what? You know, I just feel so much better exactly. about it. And so when she do get the high-value guy, she's still likely to be intolerable because these guys yeah. make her feel hotter than what she is, opposed to back in the day, she would have been goddamn just happy to have you ask her out. Yeah. But now, this is, this is go back to the point why I'm talking about why they're unhappy is when they do get a have ask any guy watching this right now high value, ask them, do you still have trouble out of women? I guarantee they'll say, hell yeah, I still have trouble out of women, even though I'm high value. And that's because you're dealing with these women with these inflated egos yeah. that despite, so this is what I go back to my point, is that you can't try to get no happiness out of because you're going to have that out of women, women, especially in this social media age, yeah. that that's going to continue, that the only way you're going to find happiness is from yourself and not female validation. Exactly. Can't live with them. We can't live without it. <laughs> no way, bro. <laughs> but so AMS, man, this was a privilege. This was an honor. I love these conversations because what people got to realize is you can respect somebody mm-hmm. and, and and not agree with everything that they say. I, if I think, I, I don't think nobody ever watched me. I, I was the biggest. Uh, well, I hate to bring politics into this, yeah. but I will. I was the biggest supporter of, of Barack Obama, right? Yeah. I didn't agree with everything he said. Exactly. So in any of my followers that's following me right now, and if you're a follower of Trump, you can you don't agree with everything he exactly. says. Exactly. And the thing is, anybody follow follow me, I, I would doubt any of you guys, except maybe the young guys who are very impressionable and yeah. you know agree with everything you say. But once you get like 18 or 19, you start forming your own opinions. Exactly. You probably ain't gonna agree with more than about 75% of what I say because you have your own life experiences. Exactly. And that's fine. That's what I expect. Mm-hmm. So Guys, you don't you can respectfully disagree with somebody and not agree with everything they say. Exactly, man. And so I appreciate it, man. I appreciate what you're doing for these young men. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you coming here, supporting. I appreciate how you're trying to build each other up. And, and man, it, it, it is an honor. Mm-hmm. It is a privilege. Where can they find you at AMS? Uh, come over there. To, you can uh, send me an email at uh, Alpha Male Strategies. Dot com uh, consultation. Uh, my books on Amazon. Uh, he probably put them in the link. And um, my channel is Alpha Male Strategies. Yes, guys. So, guys, also be sure to check out my video series, Lessons I Wish My Big Brother Taught Me About Women. Make sure you guys check it out. A lot of great content. Thank you so much. My name is Hafiz, and I'm joined by Alpha Male Strategies. And we are the roommates, and adios. What's good, fellas? And I appreciate you guys watching this video. And I really want to let you guys know, every single Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, my series, Lessons I Wish My Big Brother Taught Me About Women, will drop some of my best lessons and things I want to teach you guys. It is an eight-part series, and I know you guys will really, really appreciate it if you love this episode. And guys, please hit the subscribe button. Subscribe to our content. Rock with us. Check with the other stuff. I think you guys will really, really enjoy it. So thank you guys so much for your support. Look forward to seeing you in other videos. And don't forget, guys, Saturday, 9 a.m. 9 Eastern Standard Time. Lessons I wish my big brother taught me about women. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Thank you so much, fellas, and have a great day.